Well, uh, this episode gets a special warning, because when we asked the Ladies' Fright gang to come onto our show, we accidentally picked a book that is deeply problematic. So, as a warning, this episode contains discussion of sexually explicit content, as well as grooming and intimate partner abuse in the form of manipulation. So if you're known to have negative reaction to these topics, you should definitely skip this episode. The book was so horrible, in fact, that we decided to collectively donate to the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. Uh, Donate.rain... R-A-I-N-N dot org, which we'll put a link for in the show notes. This episode was supposed to be fun. Ben! Huh? Hey, buddy. Hey. You got a lot going on in your life. Do I? And I want to learn everything about it. Tell me what's going on with you lately. New job. Actually, none of that's important. We have two guests on today. We got a new TV. <laughs> Stop talking. It's a. Uh, I bought one of those. The uh, people from Ladies Fright. No one cares. We're done talking. Lights. No one cares. So we got uh, Jackie and Maggie disorder. from Ladies Fright on the show. It simulates no. a sun, but it's in my living room. You're still talking. Yeah, no, no. Hold up. I want to hear this. What What does it do again? God it simulates the sun. The sun I wins. So yeah. I don't have to How go does outside. It simulate anymore? the sun. Well, it's a, yeah. Okay. Like, well, it's for the winter when the sun isn't out. Well, like, does it cure seasonal depression? That's the point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't you didn't mention that. I thought it's just like a cool feature, so I just wanted to. No, make no, sure. no. That's my my therapist told me to get it. I'm like, oh, right. that's cool. Your therapist picked out your television? No, the the lamp. No, this is important. I thought your television. I was only half listening, so I was trying to get you to shut yeah, up no, so I the guests could talk. I also <laughs> thought it was the television. I was really excited about yeah. this. Is well, the she, new television was... the one you found on the train tracks? We have a lot to talk about First of all, we have two guests on today It's uh, Maggie and Jackie from Ladies Fright Uh, Say hi, Hi. kids Hello Great Uh, And yes, we went and did our burger and beer And today we found track treasures like we've never found before We found a bottle that might have urine in it we found an entire Magnavots television that yeah. Ben was saying, this thing is still good. Yeah. You kept saying. I think it, it is. Over. It's really uh, polite. And that's to, pretty much it for us. It's really polite to talk about the party you went to that your guests weren't invited to while, like, you're right. We're right here. Well, you guys wouldn't accept my plane tickets to get you guys to come out here. So yeah. I can't help you. I don't know how to help you. You sent them to us <laughs> in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's disgusting. I know. But <laughs> you just wipe them off a little bit. They're still good. it was old and moldy because you mailed... A peanut butter you and jelly sandwich. You can still scan the thing. It's still good. Like you anyway, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> moving along. Guys, what did you, uh, anything exciting happen with you over your weekend? Anything you want to tell the world about in your personal life? This is what Ben and I do. We never have anything. But you people, you people are from the coast. You have to have some kind of exciting life of something that happened over the weekend. Not like us rubes here in flyover country. We went to New York City last night and went to an interactive haunted house performance, and we saw full bush and full dick. Was there a sex act at some point on the stage that you all applauded quietly? No, it was an egg ritual. It was an egg ritual. (laughs) An egg ritual? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. We don't have that in Minneapolis. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) A a bird man came out of an enormous egg. Full dick. Where he was hanging dong. Yeah, and that he kidnapped the naked woman. Yeah, who is wrapping a dead crow in a child's dress. Yeah, okay, I shouldn't have Ben, asked. just play cool. Yeah. Cause they're from the East Coast, and just like act like you know what they're talking about because yeah. they know what they're the talking about. The drinks were really good. Some, like, the drinks were delicious. Yeah, a lot of fresh drinks. mint. Yeah, well, ooh, a lot mm-hmm. of rosemary too. Yeah, I was into yeah. the rosemary. Mm-hmm. Do you see yeah. the kind of lives they're living? Moving we just, along. We just had burgers. <laughs> That's all we've got going for the whole weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Ben, you got a flu shot this weekend. Yep. Uh, well, no, that was like a week and a half ago, probably. 
Well, we should probably move on with the show. Um, <laughs> you asked. Backyard Blast Bird Blurb. <laughs> oh. Yeah, cue up that music. Yeah, it's playing right now. Uh, I can't hear it, though. How come I can I, never hear it? I can't hear it either. I want to hear this, it. Yeah, I want to hear it. We are so unprepared having a guest on that you guys had to set up the live video thing. We have no idea what we're doing. How am I going to supply audio to you where you can hear the music? I'm not ready for that yet. But, like, I just don't know how we're going to know it's starting. Like, it's starting right now. Uh, how long do we have? Yeah. Can I go to the bathroom? To, <laughs> do you want to go to the bathroom? Fine, no. go to the bathroom. No, I You're going to miss out on Gretchen's beautiful bathroom. I was prepared for this. <laughs> well, you, you need to be here because Gretchen was aware of the uh, special guest appearance this week. So oh, whoa, whoa. I think the blurb is going to be relevant oh. to New Jersey. Ooh. As usual, though, I haven't read it yet, so... Is it the, is it the Golden Finch? Because I said that's the New Jersey State Bird, and you talked about it a little oh, bit while ago. Oh, that's right. I don't... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Spit fear in my eye. <sighs> Ow! All right. Buckle up. This is going to take a while. Gretchen's Backyard Blast. <laughs> Since Halloween is just around the corner and the Ladies Fright ladies are on the show, we'll do a bat blurb this Ooh, time. Really working the whole, like, yeah. monster Fun truck facts. voice right now. It's Shut up. I'm doing the blurb. <laughs> I hate the monster truck voice. Our favorite nocturnal pollinators. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> that wasn't, that's not in here. <laughs> there are 1,100 species of bats worldwide and 40 species in the U.S. Bats make up one quarter of the world's mammals. Oh. Bats can live more than 30 years <laughs> and fly shit. at speeds of up to 60 miles per hour you have or to more. Stop with the voice. That was a bad idea. You dead? <laughs> You're making them pee a little bit in their pants while you're reading. Bats can eat up to 1,200 mosquitoes in an hour. (laughs) They often consume their body weight in insects every night, helping keep the bub population in check. Some bats hibernate in caves through the winter. Bats can also survive freezing temperatures even after being encased in ice. Baby bats are called pups. Aww. Aww. Most bats have only one pup per year. The world's largest bat is the flying box. Oh, wait, fox. Flying fox bat. That's a tongue twister. No, it's not. Flying fox bat. <laughs> I said it real They're fast, very too. Cute, Damn it. They look very large and terrifying. They and look I like one. big foxes. Now the flying yeah. fox bat lives in the uh, South Pacific, has a wingspan of up to six feet. The world's smallest bat is the bumblebee bat of Thailand, which is smaller than a thumbnail and weighs less than a penny. It weighs less than a penny? Yeah. You could put it in your belly button? Yeah. Wow. Why do you guys have your point of reference? Yeah, why does, no, no, no. Hold up. Better, better question. And you have a very shallow belly button. No, no, no. You can't better fit question. In your belly button. Why does the weight determine what can fit in your belly button? And not the okay, size. Okay, we're going to save questions for the end of the segment. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, how how do you, expansive except for the be? questions that Gretchen has, no, such right. as, how do you make a bat stew? 
Oh, is this the jokes? Okay, I'm not answering. How do you make a bad You're not doing stew. this to me. You're doing this to them. You tell them the jokes that they got to answer. How do you make the a bad stew? You wing it? <gasps> that was good. No. That wasn't the answer? That was a good one. <laughs> Keep them waiting. Oh, That'll you frustrate them. them. I what happened when the bat swallowed the watch? <laughs> anyway. What happened when the bat swallowed the yeah, watch? Answer that. Uh, either one of you got an idea? Yeah. Time flew. Ooh. Guys, you're bad at this. What do you mean? These are way that better answers than I've guess. ever given. These are way more creative and on point answers. <laughs> then he got ticks? Oh, for oh. Christ's sake. Who wrote that was these? actually close to my second Yours guess. Was I was like, better. is it a TikTok joke or yeah, is it right. a flying jo- or is a time flies joke? Why did the ghost cross the road? Go mm-hmm. on. Jackie, you gotta add in something here. You're falling way behind right now. Yeah. Oh, are there you're points? 0 for 3. Yeah, you're 0 for 3 right now as far as uh trying to answer the joke. I didn't realize there were, what happens if I uh ends the segment with zero. I don't know. That's never happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now it's my goal. Um, What was it? What was the joke again? Why the ghost crossed the road? Why did the ghost cross the road? Or what happened? Yeah. Why did the ghost cross the road? To get to the booze. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what'd you say? No, it was wrong. Booze. (laughs) What'd she say? No, it was wrong. (laughs) What an asshole! (laughs) (laughs) Because it was a poultry geist. Oh, like a chicken crossing the... Oh, they're uh, tying uh, in the... It's a callback. Uh-huh. Wow, that was... Knock, knock. Tight. That was tight. Who's knock, that? Knock, knock. Who's oh, that? there we go. Yeah, make him say knock, Bat. knock a lot. He loves it. Bat who? Bat you'll never guess. Ah! ah gotcha! <laughs> I was... I think Happy that. Halloween, everyone! That's what Gretchen says. Uh, only one knock, oh, knock? That's it? We got one Gretchen. knock, knock joke out of her? Yeah. Thank you, Gretchen. Gretchen. Voice, so I feel like she's You here. always complain about him. Maybe she's <laughs> sick of hearing you bitch about the jokes. That's actually my favorite part of these episodes. Yeah. Is the knock, knock jokes? The but jokes it's hearing you be upset by no, the knock-knock Mr. Knock Nuzzle's jokes. over here complaining about oh, it. Oh, Mr. Nuzzle. Oh, yeah. my favorite part yeah. is how Ben insists on still knocking. Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's my favorite part right? of the joke. <laughs> I like an ongoing joke. Knocking. Yeah. I, I thought like there'd be more than once you could say knock-knock, knock-knock <laughs> over and over I know, again. I was no, man, she really, she really, Gretchen really screwed us on our guest episode. Maybe you screwed it by complaining so much. No, Gretchen's We will have no bad talk about Gretchen on this episode. We're huge Gretchen fans. Yeah. We only listen for Gretchen. <laughs> I know. A long time ago, uh, Jackie, you're the bird watcher. That you got all excited when she was getting into her bird blurbs. I yeah. was hearing about that from. Uh, from it's Maggie. adorable. That's how Maggie pulled me into your podcast. Actually, I was talking up Gretchen. <laughs> bird your personalities wow. weren't good enough. <laughs> it was the bird blurbs. It was Gretchen. Uh, all right, we're moving along. We're going to cruise through this. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> New books for teens that slap. Oh, yeah. That's slap. not cool. Music's playing. <laughs> oh, wait, I got to get uh, Goodreads open so I can... Correct your. That's <laughs> not how it works. What's up? New books for teens that slap. Ben, Jackie, Maggie, the Montauk Twins, number two, The Devil's Music by Nathan Page. I didn't read the first one. 
What's that? I didn't read the first one. I can't find the first one. We're looking for stuff that's coming out soon. This comes out December 7th. Okay. So, you know, we got a long time to read the first one before we get into this one. The first two chapters of recap? I'm not going to recap a book I've never, I've never read any of these things. I'm not going to sit around reading okay. teen literature all the time to please you guys on our guest episode. It's illustrated by Drew Shannon. Uh, it's a paperback and it comes out December 7th. Do you want to hear about it? Sure. I'm just about the montage the audience twin. have. <laughs> about the Montauk Twins, number two, Devil's Music. Hardy boys meet paper girls in the second volume of the mystery series featuring teen detectives, uh, Witches, and now a mystery rock and roll song capable of sinister Pied Piper like hypnosis. Ben, are you finally there? You gonna correct me on anything I'm reading? No, you're flawless so far. Oh, thank God. So far. Alistair, Pete, Charlie, and Rachel aren't just magical teen detectives in the coastal town of Port Howell. They are also members of a local teen rock band. So they're magical detectives and they're in a rock band. Sounds fucking terrible. Uh, (laughs) Sounds like a (laughs) Scooby-Doo mystery that I grew up with. It sounds like the werewolf one along with the Hex Sisters one put together. But at least that was a movie. How do you you describe uh, a fictional musical band through text? (laughs) I once read a manga that was all about like child prod- like prodigies with um, musical We're instruments. Losing control of the show. And how did you hear them? You just took their word for they, it well, that they, they were had, good. Like, flavor, like they played famous pieces, so like I just had to know like Chopin like off the back of my hand. Glenn, we got to reel this in. <laughs> <laughs> what are you afraid? This is more entertaining. Possibly, which makes us feel inferior. Before a show one night, Charlie and Rachel meet a famous rock star, Gideon, and invite him uh, to their show. Oh, he'll never come, uh, but why not try? Uh, right? Exclamation point, uh, question mark. Little do they know, Gideon shows uh, does show up, and he brings the threads of his dark past with him. In Ooh. fact, he might even be the source of the rumored Devil's Music, a limited time release song that entrances all of its listeners in a des- deadly hypnosis. Uh, when Pete quickly gets drawn into Gideon's web, it's up to his brother and friends to save him. Uh, but Pete might not be the only uh, Montauk twin at risk for Gideon's spell. So that sounds exciting as hell. That's the Montauk <laughs> Twins number two, The Devil's Music by Nathan Page, illustrated by Drew Shannon, uh, part of the Montauk Twins uh, line of books in hardcover and paperback coming out December 7th, uh, 2021. Yeah, that sounds have, fucking terrible. Have you ever met a, a Gideon and a young adult novel that wasn't the bad guy? Nope. Yeah. I would not trust that name. Hmm. I can't think of any Gideons that are good. I knew someone named Gideon. Was he a bad character in your well, novel? No, the pro- he that wasn't his real name. He just had everyone call him Gideon because on he campus. He wanted to be the villain in your novel of life. And he smelled like wet weed all the time. Because that's what Gideon smelled like. <laughs> like it smelled like he bathed in marijuana. Yeah, no, he oh, did. Sweet Gideon. Yeah, I don't have a lot of good things to it say was about Gideon. Sweet Gideon. <laughs> what was his Christian name? If he's making you call him Gideon, was his real name like Gabriel? Like, I don't call remember. him Gabe, call no, me Gideon. No, it was probably. Probably Dan. Probably. It's something just like Dan. that. It was just some, you know, white guy name. Just Steven But he Stevens. wanted to go by Gideon. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Stupid Gideon. Well, that's the reason why he never got laid in college. About this book. Probably. Oh, there's more. We're going to introduce the book now. In this oh, this book. Oh, place. this book? The Devil's Music? Yeah. <laughs> this whole book.
about this book. It's called Fussy Littles, an ABDLMM romance anthology. But Glenn, uh, what does ABDL stand for? Well, yeah, can you tell me because me... I had to look it up. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> well, now I have to jump ahead. You people are making me do all this shit. AB-DL stands for adult baby, while DL stands for diaper lover. Adult babies are adults who enjoy regressing to a younger age, usually between the ages of zero months. That's got to be weird to act out. In seven years, uh, most ABs will wear diapers, and some will even uh, soil them. Mm. They may enjoy wearing adult-sized baby clothes, uh, playing with a baby toys, watching cartoons <laughs> and being bottled or breastfed, uh, sleeping in the crib, eating from a high chair. I'm going to let that go. The high chair thing. They mentioned that in my story. Does anyone have any idea how high this high chair has to be if you're five foot nine sitting in a high chair? It's just it's like a oh, you're, you're simply curious. That was really specific. It's a, it's a bar Oh, I'm sorry, stool. Glenn. You used my Christian name. I got to bleep I'm it sorry. out now. That was really specific. It's, it's it came up stool. in the story I read, and I was like, how high is this high chair? Oh, yeah, like it's just a bar stool with a platter in Bar stool height. I'll make one for yeah. you if you need it. Oh, that would be so <laughs> sweet. All you need to do is put like a lunch tray on hinges and snap it in front where the arms are. That's a great oh. I made an adult high chair. Yeah. Well, the next time I come out, I demand that that thing exists in your apartment so I can sit in it while you feed me milk-based drinks. That's a terrible idea. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those exist Does adults. baby want a white Russian? <laughs> oh, it's just vodka and warm milk. Yeah. <laughs> but out of a bottle. No. So you can suckle. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <clears throat> uh, so, Ben, are you satisfied? Can I move on now? Yeah, it was just a question that I'm sure all of our listeners are going to have. So well, let's just I was going to get to it if I could have just gotten through the paragraph that I wrote at 2.30 in the morning. Okay. Well, why didn't you just say that? It's, <laughs> it's bad writing to have, uh, like, an acronym and not explain it first. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Background of the book. I'm just moving forward. Released <laughs> May 24, 2021. Fussy Littles is an M-M-A-B-D-L. Thank God you guys know what that means. I didn't explain what M-M means. Do you guys want to take a stab at what that means? Mail, mail. <laughs> Let our guests answer. Mail, mail. Thank you. <laughs> Romance Collection by Jerry Hastings. If you're looking for tales with lots of love, caring, sweetness, and heaps of steamy scenes, then this is your stop. No cheating, and all the characters are consenting adults. Uh... Then I have the definition of ABDL, but we already jumped to that, didn't we, Ben? Now, background on the author. Jerry Hastings is a passionate gamer, an outspoken lover of his PS4, an advocate for minority rights, and a staunch supporter of the fight against homophobia. Much more than putting words on paper, his stories change people's lives and minds. I cannot find anything on this guy. I'm literally reading what's on the back of the book about Just him. Like I got no choice. Changing people's lives. <laughs> Changing their lives and minds. As a writer, his specialty is gay romance. His tales are spicier and more affectionate than those usually found elsewhere. Uh, have your soothing tea ready because his words will make your heart beat faster than it should. Some of his titles include Doctor's Little, an ABDL MM Halloween romance, My Caring Biker, an ABDL MM Biker romance, My Possessive Biker, an ABDL MM Biker romance, uh, Sugar Mister. And Little Crayons, which are part of the Regress series. Uh, Loving Littles, an ABDL MM romance bundle, no turning back. A gay arranged marriage insta-love romance. And just say yes, an arranged marriage MM romance. <laughs> 
Well, that's it for the review of the book. Uh, who should go first? I'll fucking Let's say go. Maggie goes first. Okay, fine. I've read two stories, but we're only going to talk about one today. I guess the, I'm going to start with uh, I read. So let me explain. There, This series is... This book is an anthology series, so <laughs> each story is separate. So because I hate to read, um, because I'm dyslexic and they thought they'd exploit me, for this learning disability. <laughs> I exactly what we were going for. I suggested we read only, like, we break up the stories. So I will be talking about the s- stories I have read, or at least the first one, which is Sugar Mister. <laughs> so. <laughs> sorry, let me put my, put my book down. I'm not ready. Ah! No, I don't want oh. to look for the word kinks. Oh, not ready, are you? Oh, no, she <laughs> finished the stories. She oh. actually read them. Yeah. <laughs> she's just getting... She actually has notes that she's getting ready, and that's why she's not ready I actually well, took, why didn't she get them read an hour ago? I did. I took the thing that <laughs> sent us, and then I made a copy of it, and I wrote it down in the outline formula that he left us. So I'm going I'm to read now, Ben, if you're done questioning me, <laughs> your guest. <laughs> He's got a popped collar. That's the worst part. He's got a popped collar, so he just thinks he's really cool and he can boss everyone around right now. You should be in dinner. Now you look like a Bond villain. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Oh, you look like Roddy. Do you have a German accent? You're going to race me down a ski (laughs) hill, Daddy, and push me off the side because I'm a dirty, dirty snowboarder? Ooh, Daddy. I don't know what to do with that. (laughs) (laughs) David has recently had a breakup with his big, Bryce. His life seems to be falling apart because of this. After Bryce saves him from his college bully slash ex-daddy for the second time, they get back together like nothing was wrong. They fuck. Bryce is rich now, so he buys David toys, and then they fuck. They go to a store for littles and bigs and hope society goes into the direction where they no longer have to hide their kink from the public. No, they have to hide it. Please that hide was it. my story. <laughs> Please okay, hide wait, it. wait, wait. Okay. So his ex daddy is also his college bully? Um, I think. <laughs> is this the story that had too many names in it? Where's, where's it's like, this it? is my Anna Karenina. I'm going <laughs> to fill it with characters. <laughs> there, was, there was just one part where he was like, the character David, or sorry, yeah, David. It's written from David's perspective. David mm-hmm. mentioned something about being bullied by this guy, and then is like, but I know that one time he acted as my daddy, but I'll never go back to that. So I assume somebody else had this character in a story. But after reading two of these stories, I'm not fucking positive. Um, yeah, that's a thing with this author. Details change on the fly, which comes up in my story. Like, nothing's consistent at all. I literally no. write at one point, because uh, it's inconsistent with setting. And by setting, I not only mean place, I mean time. I have no clue how long things are taking. Like, the year is 1849. But yeah. meanwhile, in 1920, <laughs> it just jumps no. all over the place. It's like Cloud Atlas. No, in my other story, several paragraphs, actually not even paragraphs, chapters that begin with, not the same day. 
and then goes into explain what happened. And I'm like, but what day was it? But which day? <laughs> You're going to have to be more specific. So one of my notes for this it. story is, are they at the college still or at the fair? Is the fair <laughs> at the college? Where are we? <laughs> did, uh, did anybody... I almost spat my white claw in. Not the same day is how the sentence starts. <laughs> <laughs> did anybody have a character Donald in their story? Nope. No, no. Ben, did you have Okay, because I felt like I was supposed to know these characters, and I, I clearly did. I don't know who anyone is. <laughs> We're reading the inaugural ABDL anthology. Like, this is the beginner's anthology. So well, that's we what sh- I was saying. There's, there's, so there's stories before my story. So I figured maybe someone was like, oh, yeah, I had Donald, and we play a game of, like, <laughs> who had what character, and we pieced together this mystery. But apparently not. It's just bad I writing. I had Cody and Matthew and Jack. Jack. I had I, so I had uh, David and Bryce and, and briefly Donald and then some other guy who never gets talked about again and in my second oh. story I had Chris and Andrew but at one point Andrew's name was mistyped to be Andre and I wasn't <laughs> sure if that was a new person or not we're not talking about your second story on this episode. oh I'm sorry I'm just telling yeah. you what happened and why I'm confused and upset got a couple of highly professional overachievers well 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 no, no we're just I had to the Greg project. and Brian so none of our names line up so far <laughs> and these are characters you already established and you're supposed perfect. to know who they are perfect that's amazing I just wrote mmm nothing okay so, do you want to move on to the next part, or not, of what happened? Yeah. Okay. Go on. Uh, I, before you be before we go on to what happened, I forgot to say this while you're talking about the author. So, um, I want to describe the front cover of this book. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, this is so, definitely a talking Do you mean it's point. a male model that probably didn't have consent to be littled like so that on the cover? Littleified. So listen. Littleified. There's a there's a man. There's a white man, a white boy even. He probably is like about 17, maybe just in the cusp of 18, maybe 19, very young looking. He looks looking. healthy. That's and he clearly has a binky photoshopped onto the front of his mouth. And it's clearly photoshopped because, one, it's not in the same art style, nor are there any shadows. It's no. just there. Yeah. Isn't it just an illustration? Yeah, if I, I saw that correctly? It. It's not oh, even it's like, like a an clip actual art. physical. It's yeah, a clip art. So if yeah. you turn, if everyone would turn to the, the copyright page of the book, first off, this <laughs> book is self-published. Not surprised, but if we continue down all the way, we see cover design by Jerry Hastings. (laughs) He did it himself. So I I wrote, does this stock photo man know about his image? (laughs) That's what I was thinking the exact same thing. Did he have to pay for it at least? I don't know. What do you think he is doing with his mouth? Because his jaw is kind of clenched. That come, if you use a stock photo thing with a, with a, uh, like a model or whatever, they get royalties for it, but I don't think that he agreed to be part of some ABDL, you know, fetish cover thing. Like, this is a guy that's got to go to work the next day. <laughs> Someone's going to see him. <laughs> so my fiance asked me if that was Jerry, and I said, no, clearly this is this is Jerry. Because on the yeah. back, it's oh, yeah. just a picture of a cartoon man. I'm like, this yeah. is clearly Jerry. <laughs> it's a, yeah. We're not allowed to know what he looks like. No. No. No, we well, can't he's see the most his dangerous face. Stuff on Earth, so he's got to keep some. Because that would be too some... embarrassing. But this this stock photo boy, he's fine. Who cares? He's yeah, not a real screw person. That kid. <laughs> and I kind of think like, is that is that stock photo boy? Is he making like a little smirk face? Like, what's behind the nook? I wish I knew what was going on back there. Because he's got a pinched up face, like he's doing something I with his lips. I think he's slightly frowning. Because if you look towards the edges, it looks like the sides of his mouth are pointed down slightly. Oh, like he's being fussy. A fussy little. 
Yeah, you're hearing people walk through my house, Ben, because my children live here, and they won't fucking leave. <laughs> Where are they're they not supposed, supposed to, to be go? here this weekend? I know, <laughs> but no, they're walking around making more nachos, putting ranch dressing all over them. Disgusting. Ew. Wow. Well, anyways, moving on with your story. So besides the <laughs> fact that you've seen the uh, the moral conundrum that happens with just grabbing any stock photo of a, a male model. Yeah, guys, uh, pay the pay the models. Um, pay the model extra. Since he's yeah. part of a fetish book, he didn't know he was going to be a part so, of. So, like, some things that, like, happened is we, we discussed that there's, like, there's, I thought there might be reoccurring characters, but there's clearly not, because no one knows <laughs> who I'm talking about. I love that your story assumes you know these people, so that, what does. the hell's that about? I, I'm, I'm very upset, because I understand, I understand in stories being thrown into a world where you kind of just accept what's there. That's not what happens with characters. You need to, like, formally introduce me to them. Like, we shake hands almost. <laughs> um, do, do any of the sentences ever start out with, like, you know, Phil. <laughs> he starts talking about him. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about the second story yet. Anyway. Oh, dang it. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a little wink, nod, nod to what's coming up. Yeah, um, you were angry texting some stuff out of your stories that you were reading. <laughs> I was so angry. I, I should just let you go through and read the post-it notes I fucking wrote because they are a <laughs> fantasy world. Um, I asked at one point, is this a foot fetish book as well? Because um, in the story I read, they talked about kissing someone's feet with it, like three times within 12 pages. My first story also had a little foot action. Or right? Little, at least a little. Hey, I want to see those feet. No, it was just kissing pages. feet. Like, oh, I, I have, have to gravel kiss. Stuff in mine. I didn't no have foot, any foot stuff. stuff in mine. Twelve pages is not that many pages. That's a lot of foot action. It was like a foot orgy going on with a lot of like baby oil on the feet. What was going no, on? No, it was just kiss my feet. Like, <laughs> oh, I want him to kiss my feet. Like, not even like a sexual thing. Like, kind of like as that like groveling kind of a feel. And wow. I was just like, but why do you keep like think of another analogy? I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I can't get. Um. Also, this guy's a fucking nerd. <laughs> he you is passionate I, about his PS4. No, you know how I know he's a fucking nerd? One, he's because I live with a fucking the nerd. But two, yeah. um, within the same chapter, mind you, instead of saying security at the fair, because that's what security has at the fair, right? Mm-hmm. Unless maybe it's a Ren fair, which that wasn't made clear if it was or not. He says guards. <laughs> yeah, there were there was I'm a lot of strange language. Where I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about even a little um, bit. He's also a, he's you also know what people do. Yeah. He's also an anime nerd, and I know that because he says bastard, which is only something people say out loud in anime. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, yeah, with all the internal monologue. Uh, isn't his college like a fair college? Like a college where you learn about fairs? Is from You were trying to decide, like, is this a fair or is this a college? Or no, is the fair he at the hates college? his community college. What's and, the name? Is it? I don't fucking know. Tell oh, me. Why would they tell me that information? No. I clearly well, don't mine, need to know it. Mine was called Owens College in my story. Oh, I don't. Mm, is that consistent? I don't remember her name, so I'm just okay. not. I'm not gonna yeah. look back. I'm ben scared. has this thing where he just flips through the pages like he can speed read, and he'll find anything. If I get anything wrong in a story, he's like, "Nope, actually, I see here on page 45 that you got that wrong." It's it drives me crazy. Well, I'm dyslexic, so I'm not I'll just reading be the story. Better then. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so I don't know. So like that whole thing was like he was getting beat up by the guy, at, or about to get beat up by the guy at the college, and Bryce came out and he was like, "Hey." Don't do that. And the kid's like, oh, okay. I didn't want to anyway. Bye. 
And then he goes home at night and sucks his binky. And then his friend's like, here, try this ice cream. Like, there's a random friend. And he's like, oh, yeah, this ice cream's good. He goes, oh, I knew you would like it. And then they go watch, like, wiener dogs race. <laughs> what? And Donald at the fair or at Donald the, at the fair. Oh, I think I don't know fair. where the fair is. Wait, he went home, sucked his binky, and then went back to the fair, and then went to a fair. Then I assume the next day. I can't tell you when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Stop asking questions. I don't have answers. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm very lost and scared. <laughs> so he went, and then Donald came up. And he was like, I'm going to beat you up. And he's like, I remember the one time he was my daddy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to call the guards on. Or he's like, none of the guards came. And I was like, what? The guards? This guards. is amazing. <laughs> and then he went home with Bryce because Bryce saved him. And Bryce was like, and like the whole thing was he was like, I, I we broke up because I was too much of a financial burden on Bryce. But now he's like made a whole bunch of money. And I'm like, so how long ago did you fucking break up? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> also, like, that's why I was like, do I know these characters? Am I supposed to know about your dating life before this? And that was like the end of the other story is them breaking up. Yeah, And yeah. Bryce is like, you know what? I really miss you and I'm sorry. And he's like, why are you sorry? And he's like, I'm sorry I kicked you out and stopped treating you right. And he's like, <laughs> okay. And then they got right back together. Sense? Like in the daddy sense, like I wasn't wiping your bottom and changing your diapers or just no. like in general, like I just wasn't a good boyfriend to you. Just just that he broke up. He was just sorry they broke up. You got the vaguest story in the world. Mine was bad, but that's really bad. I Both of them were really fucking vague. Like <laughs> so much shit happened, but it didn't like come to fruition. Like anything, like nothing like panned out for any specific reason. Like, mm-hmm. he was getting bullied by Donald in the beginning, and then that just ended. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I thought that I thought that was the problem of the story. That's not the problem. Um, and then, like... I love that your story doesn't really have an arc. There's no, like, point. Like, there's, like, the beating did the bully. Did any of then... yours... I, I keep asking. I haven't read yours yet. None of the stories had an arc. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought mine, mine had arcs, arc. but they were stupid. <laughs> Maybe I missed my arc. I was too. Oh. Okay. So let's let's keep going with this. Um, yeah. Oh, also at the fair, this is also how I know he's a fucking nerd is because Donald the bully comes up with like a gaggle of other men behind him, like two or three, <laughs> but they're all in the same outfit of like leather jackets and jeans. Stop. For a bunch real. Of when, when Donald's <laughs> about to leave, he's like, trash. let's go guys. And his friends respond with right boss. And they all leave at the same time. And oh I'm like, how God. do I get everyone to call me boss and wear matching outfits? It would be so helpful with my upcoming wedding. Oh my God. <laughs> That is amazing. Uh, they all yeah. said, right, boss? This is awesome. Right, boss. Yours is far yeah. more entertaining than mine was. <laughs> um, some terms I just gagged at. Just so you know, it said cut hardness. So I assumed that means a circumcised penis. Oh, oh yep. Um, I like a Ben's like, yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That I gagged while reading that. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, circumcision is like mutilation or why? Well, that too. <laughs> but also, I've I've had a penis or two in my life. Not like on my body. Oh, whoa, whoa. This is not the kind of podcast that we have. But We're not like, going to sit here and talk about your penis histories. I've seen, yeah, I've I just s- had one this whole time. Yeah, I've only had one my entire life. <laughs> the same one. You got and screwed. I'm very familiar with You're mine. You're entitled to a new penis every 10 years. 
I've, I've seen a penis or two in my day, and never have I looked at it and be like, mm, that cut hardness. <laughs> See, sounds bad. Sounds yeah. bad to think, it's doesn't not, it? Yeah, it does. Sense. Well, yeah. none of this was... I didn't read any sex scene in this book that was remotely sexy. So, okay, so one of my sex scenes, the first sex scene, actually, that we come across mm-hmm. is... You're putting um, on your sexy voice. Okay, the first sex scene we come across <laughs> is that, like... Oh, here we go. The little does Ben's his job. Ben's got competition for voices. Here we go. Go He's, on. The little does his I, job I and gets his big off and then takes off the condom from the big and proceeds <laughs> to eat it. <laughs> oh, stop. He oh. ate the yeah. condom? Because it was edible. And it says, no! I swallowed you don't his wear condom edible condoms. with his it defeats milk. The purpose. Yeah, and then I feel like the condom him. wouldn't be very effective. It would dissolve. It would not. Yeah. It's, a, it's a wet process. It's <laughs> I was like, okay, but here's the best part. So he does that. He eats the condom, gives the guy kisses. And he goes, Jesus, David, who is the, the little. So Bryce says, Jesus, David, that was hot as fuck. <laughs> and he goes, not as hot as you. I said, Enjoy before orgasming, shooting my spunk all over. Spunk. My question is: Wait, so he ate the condom and, and then, then ejaculated? Orgasm. Can you orgasm at will? <laughs> Without any stimulation, he, he was just like, "It's time to go." He stimulated the Let's other do guy. It. Wait, Sorry. was it the visual of watching him eat the edible condom was so hot no. he couldn't no, hold it? No, the guy who ate it. the condom no, the is the one who so, ejaculated. Okay, so Jackie, oh, oh, thank you, in this in this scenario, <laughs> Jackie's my big, and I'm like, ooh, let me Jackie's take this wrapper from you, and I'm like, <laughs> and then Jackie responds with, "Oh, that was so hot," and I go, "Not as hot as you." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be funny if it's just uh, a manual for teaching people how to be drug mules? <laughs> but they, they're trying to hide it. That's the only reason they I can think of that you'd want to swallow literature. a condom. Yeah. I just love it. It's like, I want to get a lot of people into being drug mules, but <laughs> I got to mask it over a yep. fetish that's hard for most people to, uh, it's not palatable for most people. <laughs> so, so, so no one's going to read it except for people who are like, hey, you should read this book. It'll help with your business. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, you want to be part of my drug cartel? Read this book about <laughs> Read <pills>. this book. <laughs> Absorb all the information you can. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> that's why the story doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. It's just all details about how to get drugs inside your anus and in your mouth and stomach and stuff. That's ridiculous. Well, is there anything else? <laughs> oh, there's, oh, yeah. No, I have, a, I have a couple more things. I'm so sorry. I, I, no, totally fine. Uh, I know we're tiptoeing around the fact that we're we're really trying not to king shame, um, and I'm I'm also trying hard not to king shame because I do have feelings about this kink. But I will let you know that for all this uh, talk about um, social justice that the author talks about, his characters are oddly fucking sexist, but in the weird fucking areas. So in oh, this scene, that. they go to a toy shop, and yeah. Bryce and them are looking around, and David, the little, is like, I want all the toys, Daddy. I want all of them. Because <laughs> for some reason, he turns into the fucking annoying kid from, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> That's another thing. All these versions of kids are bratty as fucking annoying. And, like, oh, really? as a person who used to work with children, that's not how kids act. Stop it. So they're there. And he goes, I want all the toys, Daddy. And he goes, you can't have all the toys. You got to save some for the other kids. And then he adds this wonderful little, 
What's more, the toys for girls just weren't for me. What a weird place to drop that in. You're an adult wearing a fucking diaper. I said, what a stance. Yeah. What a stance. That is amazing. That is a weird place to drop that in. What are you trying to say? Dolls aren't cool? I don't get it. That's amazing. That's so bizarre. Um, so the other thing. Oh, God, look at that book. There's so many little post-it notes flying around underneath the frame. There. So I want to... Remember, i got to be done in less than two hours, so... <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. I know, I love that we get guests on and Ben's like, gotta be done by 5.30. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we would have been done earlier. Someone didn't take too long eating fucking burgers. Oh, we, yeah, fine. Okay. We also had to let a man finish reading the rest of the story he was supposed to read. <laughs> okay. So, uh, just a little, little tidbit. Um, I'm trying to see where to start. In no time at all... I, he was fully naked. This is, I'm sorry, this is Bryce's perspective, by the way. But this is Bryce talking about David. In no time at all, he was fully naked. And now I was going to do something for him we had never done before. I was going to make him come by using just my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote... <laughs> Rev- Revolutionary! <laughs> Who does that? What no kind of one. twisted fucking book There's is There's not this? even a word for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying I'm going to make her come using my privates, my bathing suit area. <laughs> That's <name>. insane. <laughs> so, my, my last part of this bizarre thing is, and if you got the book, you noticed this, and you went, huh, this must have been an online blog at some point. Because Ooh. every story ends with a little blurb that goes, Did you know you can now just rate books on Amazon instead of having to write full reviews? Just click on how many stars you want to give it, and that's it. If you like the story and could do that, you'd be helping me a lot. Thank you for your choice. Also, if you want to be notified about my latest release and have access to extra content, you can sign up here. <laughs> and then there's a, print a link. Book. <laughs> it's a I got the Kindle version, so it's a clickable link for me. I got the same thing, yeah. Yeah. I got a book. You got, the print, you got a book. Yeah, and I can't click on that. I I've been signing <laughs> this trying? book up and Even down. Even though it's in bold, it still doesn't do anything when well, I Sometimes touch it. pages are sensitive. Are you pressing hard enough? Maybe yeah, it's I'm not working. I'm wasting my fingertip. Okay. Ew, don't. Oh, no. <laughs> no don't moisten the fingertip. Yeah, no, don't same. moisten that cut hard thing you got going on there. <laughs> it's every story. Every story has that at the end. That's amazing. I know. I saw mine, too. And I actually clicked on it. I'm like, oh, well, it goes to the goes to the website just fine. I don't know what, what you're complaining about. Yeah. You're going to have to put that on version. your bookshelf. So I'll, I'll briefly go over what sucked about it because it's, it's the same for everything. Typos, grammar. Uh, I used to work as a middle school teacher, and I've read better work. It was it was bad. Um, so much, and nothing happened. <laughs> I have literally no clue where I am in time and space. Uh, the references to sex use odd terms, and the pacing was just god awful even during the sex scene. And did I mention I hated it? <laughs> 
So that's what sucked. What's good? Uh, Jerry Hastings has the drive to write a book. You know, that's good for him. <laughs> We're happy for him. That's, we love that for him. Everyone has a dream. I'm glad he's living his. <laughs> what do you got for uh, what the hell? Uh, not everyone needs to be involved in your kink. There was a huge portion of the story that was like, you know what? I really hope one day people won't see this as weird. It'll, all, it'll be okay for me to... Uh, for my big to carry me around like a small child through the streets. <laughs> if only we could it's live romantic. in a world like that where you see a grown man carrying like another grown man. Oh, I feel amazing. like only then will we have reached true social equality. Yeah. But then doesn't <laughs> the kink lose some of its apo- appeal at that point? Well, it's not underground anymore. If you got yeah, like, the President of the, the United States being carried of... onto the stage by yeah, his, by his big... <laughs> well... My stance about kinks is it's okay if you have them, but you need to ask permission for others to be part of them. Don't yeah. roll your eyes at me, Ben. <laughs> oh, Ben, were you rolling I didn't. your eyes? No, I didn't. Is this going to be one of those things where you're going to be like, I read this book and I actually get up behind it 100%. I'm hearing what I'm reading right I don't know now. what you were doing with your head, but this is what I saw. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh my God. No, no. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. My day. Yeah, no, Don't so you, you can't make everyone I, part of your kink. Just like if someone in the BDSM world came out in a full gimp suit on a daily and was like, well, this is my thing, and everyone needs to know it, that's not right either. You're you getting off it. on me being disgusted by you. Yeah, I don't need that to be a part of my day. You can tell me you want me to be disgusted by you. I'll do it. I'm very judgmental. <laughs> but you have to ask. <laughs> you have to ask me. <laughs> What well, would you recommend it? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I want oh, everyone tits. to read this. Honestly. I mean, I would recommend it in the sense that I want you to like have Schadenfreude as well, but <laughs> that's about it. Like when you smell a bad smell and you need someone else to smell it with you. I need oh, someone to confirm go. this is also a bad smell. I actually, I, I didn't recommend it, but I did sit down with my fiance and didn't read him the story, but just read him my post-it notes. <laughs> oh sure. He he's asked me to please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Your post-it yeah. notes were that disturbing to him? <laughs> he said that we might have to postpone the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you ask before involving someone in this your This is why you ask. These are the very real-life consequences. Yeah. Well, that was delightful. Ben, since you're the one that's got to leave at a certain time this afternoon, do you want to go next so you can get up and take off at some point? <laughs> no. <laughs> On an episode, our first guest episode... I gotta stick around for this whole thing. All right, go. Read your thing. Oh, I'm up now? Oh, right, you're up next. I'm just rolling with this now. Get the fussiest man over there rolling his eyes. Go on, do I it. I wasn't rolling my eyes. I don't know why she's accusing me <laughs> of Ever that. since he zipped up the turtle, oh, he unzipped the turtleneck. Now he's just I back to I have to, to go to dinner collars. with my mom. Start talking about your story. Talk about your story. Oh, you have a, you have a heart stop too, or what? Yes. <laughs> Oh, okay. Don't so try we to can find stop solace just in this. Me, no, then. you guys don't have any kind of a bond happening right now. Go on, get. He's going to read li- really slowly out of spite now. That only <laughs> harms him. I'm still trying no, to I'm just finish. trying to remember what mine was called. Um, <laughs> you just oh, read it. <laughs> it, was bed t- it was bedtime for Cody. Yeah, we know. I know because, because I have the notes open because, you know, I'm not prepared. I was going to get there. Uh, yeah, so bedtime for Cody. Um, Cody is a 19-year-old college student at... Uh, Bucolic Owens College in what I assume is a fictional town of Owens, Georgia. Although maybe not. I didn't look it up. Yeah, who cares? It's in the mountains. Yeah. So it snows there in the winter, apparently. Sounds right. Yep. <laughs> that's, 
Thanks for that detail. <laughs> I don't know. That came up. Um, Cody has a bully in college named Jack. Why is that a thing? Go on. It is. I don't know. Because it's a cruel world that we live in. Because <laughs> this person out there. has the mindset of a middle schooler. <laughs> yeah. So Jack and his crew are picking on Cody a lot. They, they, they're terrible. They're bullies. They're give him a hard time. They can tell he's different. They're not exactly sure how. They can hear they the diaper crinkling in his pants when he sits down during class. I understand. Go on. Wait, what'd you say? Diaper crinkling yeah. in his pants when he sits down, taking yeah. notes, Did that come on a little in, bit. Did that come up in your story, too? Oh, constantly. Keep okay. going. Yeah. Go on. So anyway, he wears, uh, Cody wears uh, specifically Mickey Mouse pull-up diapers. <laughs> that was made quite clear. That's nice. Yeah. And, um... You can hear him crinkling, but he's not sure if that's why Jack's uh, bullying him or not. Because he thinks the crinkling is is pretty subtle, so... Is it my uh, diaper or my crinkle. personality? Yeah, I think he's being bullied just for just general sense of being weird. It's either the discreet crinkle that's making him mad at me, or she doesn't like my personality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it has to be the diaper. My personality's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because I, can't, I won't shut up about my Disney fetish and how I love Disney so much. I have <laughs> no character flaws that I need to solve within this story to make a decent no. plot. Why would I do that? It's got to be my Disney diapers that crinkle gently and softly when I walk around from class to class. Yeah. <laughs> so Cody's uh, leaving class. So he's uh, walking through the parking lot at college. He's going to get on the bus to go home. Mm-hmm. His parents won't let him drive. It's too dangerous. So he's, uh, <laughs> he's going towards the bus. I love that his parents are his original bigs. Yeah. <laughs> well, his diaper could get cut, caught under the brake pedal. I know. Yeah. What if he can't shift because it got snagged in the diaper? So Go Jack on. and the other bullies follow Cody out to the bus stop and start uh, harassing him. Like well, please tell me that they were wearing leather jackets or... and they called somebody it didn't boss. Describe what they were wearing. Damn it! I know. All right. So they're picking on him, and like West Side Story. Cody didn't think this out very well, but he decided he was going to. Like rush at Jack to try and scare him, like he was gonna attack him, and Jack just basically grabbed him and held on to him because <laughs> he's big and strong. Okay. Oh, ooh. Yeah, and he shat his his little undies. <laughs> well, he was so turd flew out in the scuffle. So, so Jack was going to make Cody. That's an ineffective diaper if it just flies out. That's the point of the diapers to contain Rolls them. down his leg. Like, These Disney diapers are horseshit. I'm buying brand name, but I'm not getting quality. <laughs> I'm going to write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> Sorry, Ben, continue. <laughs> so they can tell that Cody's got something on underneath his pants. So they're going to take off his pants to see what's under there. They're going to remove his pants, <laughs> yeah. the pants in the courtyard? Yeah. Yeah, like in the. It is a fun sexual assault. In college. I love yes. that college always has roving book. gangs of bullies. <laughs> yeah. And are there guards? <laughs> Wait, do no. you call the guards? Not guards inside. Do you say you bastard? So <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> He's so Matthew's my driving right, by. Mm-hmm. God, John and Matthew. Matthew's biblical now. Yeah. Yeah, Matthew. He's a lumberjack too. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Jesus was a carpenter. He's this is a all big, coming together. Strapping lumberjack, a beautiful man. Yeah. Almost four years old. Wish you could be my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. So he's driving by and he witnesses this um, assault in progress. So he pulls his truck over and gets out and he 
goes over to Jack the Bull and he's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing, asshole? And uh, I think he punched him. I don't know. Or if he just... I don't remember exactly what happened. Oh, no. the uh, Jack was going to punch Matthew. Matthew dodged a punch and then just basically shoved Jack down to the ground. It was like sitting on his back. Like, you're going to apologize? You're going to stop bullying? Stop bullying people. It's not very nice. you got to promise me never to bully anyone again. And like Jack's like, yeah, 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 okay, I won't ever bully anyone <laughs> I love again. that Jack has a soliloquy. Just like, and that is the moment when I realized my wrongs. <laughs> From this day forward, I will only do good to my fellow man. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so anyway, Matthew managed to stop all this before the pants came off, so his <laughs> Mickey Mouse pull-ups are still a secret. Oh, thank God. His secret is um, safe. So then they went to Denny's to eat. <laughs> Every little dream. You get those, like, little, you get those little... Uh, you need little a grand slam. pancakes that have like, little smiley faces oh, on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, the only yeah. Better Some moons over my hammy. Yeah. 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 The only better one is friendly where you get the monster sundae. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Let me just put this big lumberjack hand on your shoulder. You've had a rough time, haven't you? Let's go to Denny's. And then it's just like a montage of them eating tons of shit. (laughs) So they go to Denny's, and then they uh, exchange phone numbers and addresses for some reason. Oh. I could protect you in the future. A stranger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they go their separate ways. So then Matthew goes home because he's a lumberjack, so it's a... Cabin in the woods, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we only got like another hour and a half, so you're gonna keep. Uh... <laughs> oh, do you have a hard stop? <laughs> yeah, we got a hard stop okay. going on. <laughs> All right, I'll try and keep it. So Matthew is back at his cabin, and he's um, looking at uh, what's the, what's the acronym? The what? ABDL. Yeah, ABDL. ABDL. He's looking at ABDL videos on YouTube or something. And he thinks he sees Cody in one of them. Like, wait, Ooh. no. Is that a little? It could be. Like, could I be lucky enough to find a little here in uh, Owens, Georgia? Because I'm a big. That's for sure. I'm a daddy. But I don't like that term. I'm a mister. Oh, he's making his own terms. Yeah, he doesn't no, like daddy. He prefers mister. They all prefer mister. Mine was Did also really? a mister. Mister. Oh. The Ugh. one I read, because I only Bonnet. read one. Yeah. The one I read was only just uh, Biggs. No misters, no other. I'm, so you guys oh. learned more lingo than I did. Yeah. So f- he's so trying to figure out how to figure out if Cody is the the little that he saw in this uh, YouTube video. And uh, he starts posting some stuff on Facebook. And Cody likes the posts on Facebook. And then one of the posts specifically, he has his... Toys and some of the toys are like blocks with letters on them. Sure. And so he spells classic. out like, "Can I be your daddy?" Oh, that's classic. Yeah. Nice. And, and Cody that sees how... that and he's not sure. He's like, "Wait, does this guy want me to be his little?" No, no, that can't be, can it? I'm just awkward little Cody here in Owens, Georgia. Nobody wants. There's no daddies here. <laughs> uh, but. It turns out they're meant for each other. So wow. I know. Yeah. Isn't that funny how they're always meant for each other? Like, there's no other plot point. Yeah. In both of my stories. Yep. That we're not anyway, talking about. Yeah. They the actually first, yeah, we're one story stories. Yeah. Okay. So th- this is all going on. And then at 
on a different day, I don't know which day, some different day in the future. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jack, the bully. Did the, did, the, did the paragraph start out with, not the same day, but something different? <laughs> it's so good. I love that. Anyway, Jack, the bully, um, breaks into Cody's house to figure out what's going on with him and steals a pair of his mm. Mickey Mouse pull-ups and like runs away. I don't think he cares because those turds are flying out of those things. They barely do their job. (laughs) So anyway, Cody chases after him, and Matthew is coming over to see Cody. But like, oh, yeah, I forgot this part. Cody's parents (laughs) went on vacation, um, and Cody didn't go with them. So since Cody didn't go with, their parents uh, got him a nanny for the week while they were gone. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he's 19? Do the parents know that he has this fetish? No, no. No, are the parents participating? Capable of taking care of himself. Isn't that adorable? Isn't it great when we meet characters who can't take care of themselves, so they have to rely on a man? It almost sounds like Twilight. (laughs) But But the parents parents created this for this kid. It's like if Edward had to change Bella's piss pants. (laughs) (laughs) And they liked it. And they both liked it. (laughs) Got them both real horny. He's like, "Uh, you... You smell a little salty down there. And she's like, I peed myself. He's like, you're a fussy little baby, aren't you? Wait, hold on. I don't, I don't believe that's how she would say it. Ben, how and would she say it? And then he pulled out his towel. I peed myself, Edward. <laughs> He's like, I've been watching you sleep, and I saw you pee in your sleep. I peed myself a lot. I need diapers. <laughs> <laughs> I need diapers. I'm gonna I'm gonna snip that part of the recording and fall asleep to that. Right. That'll be <laughs> so comforting <laughs> on my deathbed. It's really such a soothing sound. <laughs> Just on repeat. I need diapers over and over and over again all night. That's actually gonna be like instead of like getting a like a bell to ring when I'm older for like help to come change my diaper, I'm just gonna have like a, a button that goes, I pay myself. <laughs> Three speakers in every room in your house. So it's just yeah. the whole house is just I need diapers. <laughs> <laughs> the walls are shaking. That's just grandma. Let's go help her. Oh, grandma. <laughs> okay, so anyway, anyways, he changes. So um, Matthew comes over to see Cody, but this is right when Jack is broken and stolen his diapers, and Cody <laughs> runs out after him. Yeah. And so Matthew is walking up to the door. And, like, the nanny comes out and explains, like, oh, some boy broke in and stole something and ran away. And Cody chased him. Like, which way did they go? And Matthew mm. chases after him. And he finds some. There's some other, like, deserted cabin in the woods or something. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> um, and so Jack is there with Cody. And Jack is insisting that Cody take off his pants again or something. And, like, so... Jack can take pictures and like embarrass him online. But Matthew sees this. Yeah. He's like, hey, like bully, Edward. I thought I told you to stop bullying. Wait. It's like, I'm sorry, sir. You're a lot bigger than I am. I'm wait. scared of you. Wait, I wait, wait, wait. Hold I have, on. I have a Our huge... guests have questions. Yeah, I have a huh? huge plot point question. 
Okay. So he's going to take pictures and put them online to embarrass him. Where Cody has already posted uh, But videos. isn't he already on YouTube page? <laughs> well, but his uh, face was obscured on yeah. the YouTube page. But so how did Matthew recognize him? Consent is key Well, he, like, he thought the voice sounded kind of familiar and like the hand gestures were what he'd seen at Denny's <laughs> earlier <laughs> in the day. <laughs> and here's uh, my diaper. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, Jack kidnapped Cody. No, no, no. Jack stole a pair of Cody's Mickey Mouse pull-up diapers. Right. And Cody ran after him to try and get back so he wouldn't, like, post these pictures up in town and embarrass them to all the townsfolk. But now Jack is keeping him as a hostage and trying to get his pants off. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Go on, Ben. Keep running the show. (laughs) Are you going to pee in the sink? No. That's not what's happening. Did we not give did we not give f- diapers for this episode specifically? Show, He's peeing in the sink. It's definitely urine. <laughs> we can all hear, hear it. Is it picking it up? Drumming on the mic? against the bottom There's of that to sink. Pick up on the mic. I'm looking at my laundry. <laughs> Surveying the laundry. So I swear to God, if he edits this out, I should have recorded on this and, and not given him the audio. Back. Right. <laughs> This is going to be my blackmail. I'm going to put it on I YouTube. Book, okay, he's peeing a lot over there. <laughs> it's not a lot of white claws. He's talking so anyway, to um, <laughs> Matthew says, hey, I thought I told you to stop bullying, you bully. And like, I'm sorry. And Matthew's like, all right, bully, we're going to make you put on the diapers, and we're going to make a video of you and post it on the... I don't want to do that. I'm like, oh, well, this is your comeuppance. So, um, Wait, yeah, why they put the diapers they... on him. Huh? But but it's their fetish, so why would I, they detract from their fetish that they hope will one day be acceptable in public? Well, that wasn't part of my story. They they, they didn't care if this was acceptable oh, okay. in public. Yeah, yeah, that was kind. Of, it wasn't the part of both stories. It was the part of the one story. Sounds like yeah, yeah got a good amount of self hatred. Yep. So so okay. anyway, Matthew, this finally confirms for Matthew that Cody is indeed a little. He's like, hey, you want to go to the toy store with me? <laughs> <laughs> and like they they bought a toy horse and then they kind of lived happily ever after. And in my story, there wasn't any hot steamy sex until the post epilogue. <laughs> Not even the epilogue. The post epilogue. I love that you oh, read that, that in front so of long us. Yeah. The post epilogue. Oh, that explains why he got all quiet while he's reading. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but there was some hot sex there. They, was uh, it? He made him come using. Only his mouth. Oh, if only there was some sort of term for that. Yeah, right? No, that's no. not possible. <laughs> no. it's, yeah. You can't do that. Mine was yeah. revolutionary. They had never done it before. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway. told Justin maybe we should try it, and he said, "I don't know." You know, it sounds dangerous. Just with the hand. <laughs> let some let some other people try it first. Like let, let's do, do a few more people. Yeah. See what the long term results are, <laughs> and then give it a try see ourselves. Yes. Yeah, I don't want safe. it to make me infertile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get vaccinated, everyone. <laughs> well, Ben. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what sucked about well, this story? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, plot-wise, it was a little thin. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, the the typos and the grammatical errors were really annoying, but kind of amusing. So, mm-hmm. and like. He was just, like, using the wrong word in some instances. I, and I don't think they were, like, typos. I think he just doesn't quite know the meaning of certain words. 
Oh. And so one there at uh, Denny's, and I'm pretty sure he meant to use the word famished, but he just used the word famine. (laughs) Boy, you look like you're so famine right now, the way you're eating. Maybe that's what he meant, like like emaciated. (laughs) Famished. But my favorite, though, was in the... uh, Matthew the lumberjack has he's all big and muscly he's a strapping lumberjacky man fuck yeah he is and Cody is talking about how his impressive his muscles are and I don't even know what word he was intending to use <laughs> but he, he described his muscles as dilapidated <laughs> that's not the right word <laughs> Dilapidated? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like an abandoned yeah. house? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so either he just has no grasp of the meaning of the word dilapidated, or he, there's, is there another word similar to dilapidated that would make sense? Look like, for a synonym. He knew he needed, couldn't use a word again and tried to look for a better word, and it just wasn't. But I can't like He was like, Cut, Why dilapidated? Because no, that means everything's falling apart. Concave. Yeah. Concave. You want to be, be round and bulging. Yeah. No, my. His concave muscles. Yeah, ew. It's flat, you can lifeless eat soup out of his pecs. So, my. So, I understand what you're saying. And I'm not trying to be the victim here, but I mentioned before, I have dyslexia. So, that's the reason, like, the, the fucking grammar and the typos. Threw me off because I thought I was, <laughs> I was just reading things wrong. And it took me no. twice as long because I had to double check. Like, oh no, for a fact, it does say this wrong thing. I know it said. Yeah. Um, we were talking about it. So it said grandpa, like G R A M P A, which I know like some people oh. pronounce it that way, but it's grandpa. <laughs> like it's grand and then pa. And I double checked to make sure that wasn't actually a word. And if you Google grandpa. It comes up as mm-hmm. like, do you mean grandpa? And I'm like, I do. Actually. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe it's like William Shakespeare where he's making up his new terms. Like grandpa is yeah, supposed sure to be grandma and grandpa. Jerry Hastings is just like Shakespeare. Yeah, that's the great comparison that you just made. I'm sure enough people are going to read this that'll catch on. He's creating modern English as we know it. And we can't stop him. That's the no. worst part. We have no say in it. He's just going to keep trucking along. Ben, what's good? There's got to be something good in what you read. Wait, I'm sorry. I was just looking for the passage about the muscles. <laughs> he didn't have a shirt on, so I could appreciate his bulging and dilapidated muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I think he means like the mountains and the valleys of oh, the ripness Yeah, the of ups abs. and downs, the creases. Yeah. The dips. Yeah, yeah the that rises. That's the not the right word. The of that. them. No, not I understand. I'm getting the vision he wants me to get. I just don't wish I got there that way. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's really flabby. Like he lost a lot of weight really quickly and there's a lot of extra skin. And there's muscle underneath. Oh, maybe he has steroid abs. You know when uh, old guys used to take steroids and like they go puff out really in the chest and then like their stomachs just like do almost like a 45 degree angle back into their bodies. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Maybe we're not giving this person enough credit. Ben... Uh, what's good? You didn't answer what's good. Um, the, the, the bully got what was coming to him, so that was satisfying. <laughs> so you found an upside to it. Yeah. Got anything for what the hell? It's like, normally you don't. It? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did I just read? <laughs> <laughs> Would I you recommend it? No. 
No, no I wouldn't. Fine. All right, Jackie, do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? Do you want to be next. the last person? You go next. All right. So my first story was Be My ABDL, <laughs> uh, which is a, a story <laughs> in which Gary and Sergeant Axel uh, meet in boot camp. <laughs> uh, unbeknownst to Sergeant Axel at first, Gary is a little. Uh, he enlists because he wants to be the first ABDL sniper. <laughs> Are they records of that? That could have already been a fucking thing. How it's would possible. we know? You know the, the things they keep out of the textbooks from us. We I absolutely know. should have saved you for last because my story is so boring compared to this. This right off the bat, like your first two seconds is amazing. <laughs> um, but it, I found this to be a theme, especially in my second story as well. There's a lot of um, we're saving that hyper masculinity. I won't talk about it too much, but, okay. uh, but uh, it's it's so hyper-masculine to be talking about the army. A college kid, whatever, um, but someone who wants to enlist but is also uh, hiding pacifiers and children's books in hidden compartments in their luggage so that the <laughs> army doesn't find out. So <laughs> it's contraband. And That's he amazing. sneaks off in the dead of night to put on his diaper underneath his... Uh, army-appropriate sleepwear. Oh, my God. Um, and then immediately from Axel's perspective, he notes that the sleepwear is not at all army-appropriate. I don't know what army-appropriate sleepwear means. I thought that they gave you sleepwear. In any case, hmm. um, he, he wears diapers, and Axel really hopes that they're the kinds with the little dog on the front because he likes the kind <laughs> with the little dogs on the front. It comes up a lot. <laughs> so uh, Axel sees this smooth-faced baby Gary and then scurries off to his quarters to jerk off uh, to the thought of reading him stories about dragons and knights and spoon-feeding him until his belly is full. That's a lot. That's like a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of applesauce. I think I could polish a jar off of applesauce. Because it has no substance. So mm. is he feeding him, like, chicken wings? <laughs> <laughs> What is he spoon feeding him? Soup? Maybe pumpkin soup. Pumpkin soup's pretty filling. The thought of spoon feeding someone, it's it's such a caretaking action, right? It's all wrapped up in someone who's either like convalescing or an actual infant doesn't have the motor skills to feed themselves. So I just, I have an image of like a large sick baby. Anyway. Do you think that this would take a half hour or more based on the act of spoon feeding someone and the intimacy involved? A proper feed takes about 45 minutes. <laughs> you want one sip per two bites. <laughs> Ask the nurse. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so he's, he, he keeps calling his semen sperm. Oh, I got that came up a couple of times in all of the sexy moments, and it really disturbs me. I got spunk all well, the time. I, uh, I guess there's really no good word for it. I don't want to oh, read it. Oh, the worst was I don't milk. Wanna think. Oh, the the milk. worst was milk. He said the condom was filled with his milk. His milk. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have no sex scenes in my story. My story is the most boring one out of all of you, you guys. You didn't have any sex you know in what? yours? Fuck you. I feel like you picked that story on purpose, and I'm angry. No, I didn't. It's because Jackie read one first, and then I'm like, well, I guess I'll take the I next did. one. I bought the book and immediately started reading it. I know. <laughs> I think I made it through the first chapter before anyone decided what they were reading. So I'm sorry I fucked it up. But 
Uh, so anyway, he's still jerking it, and he he ejaculates all over the toilet. The actual <laughs> verbatim. Before beginning to blow my load all over the toilet, he doesn't clean it up. He just pulls his pants back up and flushes and walks away. And that is rude. What does flushing do if it's all over like the yeah. handle and I'm the back of the seat? I'm everywhere. <laughs> when you say all color. over, I think all over. <laughs> but the inside of the bowl is just beautifully clean. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, while Gary's out at sniper practice one day, uh, Sergeant Axel runs in and steals all his stuff and leaves a note. Uh, I know your secret. Meet me at this room. Uh, so <laughs> at midnight. So Gary goes and meets him. He opens the door. It's Sergeant Axel. <gasps> wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're both excited to see each other because they've been playing this game of there's no way uh, he's a big. Oh, there's no way he's a little. Yeah, um, it turns out yeah. that, that they are a couple. Um, so anyway, it ultimately ends with Axel, um, taking Gary home. Gary never becomes the sniper that oh. he dreamed he was going to be. He just full on well, threw that dream out the fucking window. Why would you, if you could get boned, why would you have dreams and aspirations if you could have sex? If you and have if you a man a that's willing forever. to take care of you, yeah. you don't yeah. need anything else. Yeah. Don't tell Justin, I'm planning on quitting my job once I get married. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone just to wipe me. my feet me. and eating bonbons all day. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, uh, <laughs> I have no dreams and aspirations, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my other, because there is another long sex scene, uh, and I think there might be a little humiliation fetish going on here, too. Yeah, they're dressing up as babies, yes. Gary keeps talking about Axel's penis and referring to it as a whopping dong. Uh, <laughs> or <laughs> Look or at the size of that about, dork! <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> says, I, I was sure that a man like him had a cock so big that mine would be nothing when compared to his. <laughs> I wanted to find out how severe the difference was. Did they talk about like mine? All the all the littles kept calling them like little peepees, and I I don't know if that's more of a, a humiliation thing or just like a, I want to imagine I have a baby's. But that's pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Mm. <laughs> I hate this book. Ooh. Yeah. Gary finished his training in the military and then immediately moves in with Sergeant Axel in the epilogue. Uh, they're driving to their new house together and now Gary has become confident enough in his diapers uh, that he can just, you know, piss himself with abandon. Uh, and Axel <laughs> is happy enough to change his diaper for him. I'm sorry, and can then... I just... <laughs> quickly. Yes. Well, just in the interest of not kink-shaming, maybe we shouldn't equate ABDL with pedophilia. But it is. <laughs> but it is. In my story, it absolutely is. Yes, it is. There's no way to separate. Is. They try so hard. They carefully choose their words. But mm-hmm. if you can't rephrase the definition mm-hmm. and still avoid the word pedophilia, it's pedophilia. My story only, absolutely no, embraces we, the pedophilia for we, sure. Wait. <laughs> I don't know. It's all consenting adults in the stories, though. So it's not, not in my story. I'm not kidding. Mine is like the the topper for this, like our attitudes towards this. Like, well, we shouldn't kink shame. When I get through my story, you guys are going to be like, this is horse shit. Okay. <laughs> well, like, okay we'll, we'll finish strong. Before we go, like, I understand, I understand the dynamics of uh, power dynamics within sex. I understand even like humiliation within sex. If you tell me like, yo, I love when someone pisses in my mouth. <laughs> I'll go, you know what? Not my style. Sounds great. 
But like what you, what Jackie read, and she was saying that she went on a forum and was like reading a little bit, and like there was something that was said that still like bothers me, with the whole like, it's cool, it's fine, we're just pretending. Oh, is that what you read? I went on a forum too, and it was very like on the up and up. So it made me think that this author is like just dirty. Like maybe the community wouldn't like this author because maybe. the the story I read was bad, 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 bad. If and I don't you, know if the forums would appreciate it. If you are a little and you have a problem with what you're saying, please uh, send your emails to Glenn Nuzzles. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can open up and go, ah, this no, seems I'm complicated. Willing and <laughs> I'm willing to listen to try to understand. I'm just telling you at this point forward, I do not understand, and I have a, a gut reaction of, uh. Yeah. So, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not... Yeah, role play is one thing, but I'm a little baby, and I'm going to give all my power over to you because I'm a baby. Change my diaper. If, yeah. if that wasn't someone role playing, you are, you're taking advantage of someone who's not physically capable of caring for themselves. Oh, man. I can't wait till you hear my story. Okay. Maybe okay. my is a good way to end. Pedophilia, though. Yeah. Like, oh. Are you, are you still telling your story? Should we move on to the, the questions? Are you still are you going? What are you doing? Um, so, I'm yeah, we can move on to questions. Oh, you sure? Okay. I didn't yeah, want to cut you off. That's it. That's my story. Well, what sucked? <laughs> Nothing. It was an enjoyable read. I had a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> the sex scenes were not sexy. Uh... <laughs> but that's fine um, and it did produce uh, the phrase whopping dong which is <laughs> honestly my favorite <laughs> does that go under what's good <laughs> yeah that's what's good okay. whopping dong uh, what do you got for what the hell anything for what the hell the, uh, the what the hell and what's bad is kind of like two of the same yeah I feel like he was, uh, I feel like Gary was, uh, uh, like blackmailed a teeny tiny bit with the kidnapping of his items and mm -hmm. having him come to this room where, uh, he's either going to be punished in some way, uh, you know, best case scenario, kicked out of the military, worst case scenario, sexually assaulted. Well, <laughs> uh, and it just works out. That they already wanted to have sex with each other, so of no consequence. But you say, but that. I'm alarmed. But you say that. But if you get dishonorably discharged from the military, it counts as like a criminal offense in some way. Yeah. So like when you try to get a job and stuff, it follows you around. Just like a fun, fun little tidbit fact. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you're not wrong. Best case scenario, you get kicked out of the army. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when we talk about that, that also sucks real fucking hard. I can't wait until we get to my second story because it's even more absurd than as far as legalities go. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> I love when things are legally not right and or vague. <laughs> so vague. Okay. The end. <laughs> so Would you what the hell? It? Would you recommend it? Yes. I want everyone to read this. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait to dive into mine. Okay, so regressing the recruit. Um, before I begin, I just want to say, uh, back when I first heard about furries, my reaction was, no, oh, what the hell? That sounds all fucked up. 
but I've met enough furries now and bronies over time where I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. It's not a big deal. Um, so I tried to come to this with the same attitude because my first reaction, like when I was talking to Jackie and I was like, you can, you can smell his talcum powder on his nuts? What the fuck? <laughs> then I had to stop myself. Like, okay, I'm not trying to be an asshole. All right, let's calm down. Like people have fetishes. Everyone's different, whatever. It's not a big deal. If it doesn't harm anyone, what do I care? Uh, regressing the recruit. I had to break it down by chapters. I'll, I'll rifle through this really quickly. Oh, Ben hates this part. <laughs> but it's, it's a deep sigh. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. I couldn't not. I, there's okay. no way to gloss over this as a whole. Um, there's a, a, a man named Greg who is 22 years old. He lives with a man named Brian while he's not in college. So for the summer, he stays with Brian. One day in Chapter 1, Brian propositions Greg to wear diapers, despite their history and age difference, and we learn that Brian diapered him and took care of him since he was a baby, a quote being, but still, I respected him, looked up to him, and saw him as the daddy I never had. So it's established that he never had a dad. It's grooming. Uh, Greg agrees to wear it for a second on his birthday only. (laughs) Suddenly, it's Christmas, and after the Christmas party lets out, uh, he, he... like says, okay, put on the diapers. So apparently it was never for his birthday. It was always as a Christmas present after the Christmas party lets out from Brian's house. So that's one of those weird time jumps or just not getting a detail right. Um, And also he keeps calling him little Greggy. Like he used to call him when he used to wipe his diapers when he was a kid because he never had a dad. Uh, So anyways, uh, he's, uh, so then he says the diaper little Greggy uh, reminding me about that and also talking to me as if I was six or seven again. I said, gross. Uh, Greg makes Brian leave the room and he puts on the diaper. And it's, the quote is, I took my, I took off my pants and my underwear and then I brought up the diaper along my legs. I taped it up and then looked at myself in the mirror. The diaper looked nice, but it would have looked better on me if I didn't have a drawing of a pony on it. It was silly and childish. Oh. And then Brian, <laughs> the diaper was childish. Okay. It was childish. So the one thing is the protagonist in this story doesn't seem to want to be a part of this. And also he's straight. And um, Brian is openly gay. And his and father much older, whatever. Yeah, his and father raised figure. him since he was a child. Yeah, and only waited until he was an adult, so he wouldn't go to prison. But he's <laughs> wanted this to happen since Greg was a child. And it's kind of grooming, right? Yes, he's twenty-two it is. now. <laughs> yes. So yeah, he like waited a real, real long time. What's that, Ben? Ugh. It's called yeah. grooming. Grooming. It is grooming. Yeah, that's what this story gets so disturbing about. This is where there's no consent, and this is where the whole kink thing. Like, okay, I, I'm not kink shaming. This is just horrible fantasy. Uh, it's so, anyways, just Brian. Assault. It's just a, a sexual assault, but it gets so much worse. So then Brian comes back in to look at it in quotes, and uh, and, go, and then he noticed that Brian's got a boner, uh, and so then he says, "I looked at his crotch and I almost fainted when I noticed the silhouette of his dick. He was already having a dirty thoughts about me. I almost thought about running away right then and there, but it was Brian. I looked up to him, and he was bigger than me, and he was imposing. Um, well, and running away from him for good, there was no chance of that happening." Which means that Brian is a threat to him. He can't run away to get away from the scenario. Yeah, he entirely depends on Brian. Yeah, yeah there's some issues here. I have so many oh, issues. Oh, I'm not even I'm getting not comfortable started. With this. I'm not even getting <laughs> to the best part. This is this such is a problematic. Bummer. Yeah, this is problematic. Okay. So I'm saying, is there a threat of danger from this man who raised him? What kind of history is going on between these two? Brian goes back to his bedroom to jerk off to what he's seen. Greg reflects on how weird that was, but doing that was better than not giving him his Christmas gift. So apparently it was never for his birthday. It's for Christmas. Again, the time shift. Because this author, 
lives above time and space. <laughs> Transcend. Jerry Hastings does not rely on our mortal uh, understanding of time. He's like Dr. <laughs> it means Manhattan nothing to him. or whatever, where it's just like, I exist in all time, at all places. I see yeah. Ben when Ben's dying. I was there at Ben's birth. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter three, the next day, Brian's walking around with uh, with a diaper holding it in his hand, and he's trying to tell his, I guess he's on his phone telling his friends, I got him to wear the diaper. And so then Greg is like, so I heard him talking to his friends. He's holding a diaper like, I got him to wear it. So apparently he's held onto it. He's smelling it or something. Uh, then Brian propositions Greg again, and then Greg's like, no, and throws it down and says, like, stop calling me Greggy all the time. It's driving me crazy. Uh, Brian knocks on his door later, apologizing for making him feel pissed off, and calls him Little Greggy again, the quote being, shit, now that I was the one feeling bad, his voice and all the good memories I had with him rushed back to my mind. Brian was a good man with a weird fetish, and I didn't want to make him feel bad. And also, I don't want to uh, feel as if I just killed a small and innocent bird, was the way he wrote that. <laughs> so then, therapy. Also therapy. Therapy. Greg says, so no, much Brian therapy. apologizes again, and, and Brian says, I'm going to make you breakfast tomorrow as a, as a sorry for you know, pushing my fetish on you. This is where it starts to get fucked up. The next morning, Greg notices... Did it start? Wait, 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 no, it already got... Oh, this is where it starts. <laughs> All might, the rest of that was preamble. It gets no, worse. No. I might yeah, also suggest way, that maybe, we, maybe you think about putting a, a trigger warning before this, because yeah, I'm getting... Yeah, maybe I should. That's not a bad idea. This is really, really bad. I will absolutely take your tips on what I should do as far as warnings go, because this one is really bad psychologically. Yeah. Uh, All right. So the next morning, Greg notices that there's no breakfast waiting for him. So he goes into Brian's bedroom to give him a hard time about not making me my breakfast that I want. He sees that the window is open. There's a length of rope tied to the bed frame hanging out of the window. He looks out the window and sees that Brian's trying to hang himself. He's in the process of strangulation. So Greg rushes to the kitchen for a knife and cuts him down. And then as he takes Brian back into the house, he feels guilty and comes to the conclusion that he'll do whatever Brian wants. And the quote being, there's a bunch of quotes. Brian just tried to kill himself because I didn't want to be part of his fetish. I should have been more understanding of him and I should have worn that damn thing again. And also done as many times as he needed. I didn't Abuse. think that his fetish meant this much Abuse. to him. Abuse. No. Abuse. Run away. Abuse. It's never your fault. There's there's more. There's absolutely more. I got too angry at him because of his endless insistence, which is just Brian being Brian, something he couldn't do anything about. So that's fucked up. Yeah, there is. I know. know. You're always in charge of that. I'm sorry. We're just just letting everybody know. (laughs) This is horrible. Uh, Another one being, I was feeling so bad and ashamed of myself that I had no choice but to promise him, quote, I am going to wear diapers for the rest of my life and I'm never going to make you do something like that again. (laughs) <laughs> my god thanks and then another one he says I began to cry I should have done so many things before he tried to kill himself I was such a hard ass and a fool why didn't I notice that the diaper thing meant so much to him and that it was actually consuming him his hand caressed my forehead and he messed up my hair like you do with a little boy you know tousle the hair uh, and he messed up my hair as I continued to heal the bruise around his neck and he was using alcohol to do that Jackie if a man strangles himself do you just put alcohol on the neck Absolutely. burn? Does that work? Heal the bur- it sounds like he's wiping off makeup. Yeah. Oh, if I don't you, know if this author thought that far If you apply alcohol to a bruise <laughs> and it goes away, you're just wiping off stage makeup. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. This is fucked. I'm, I don't know. No Mine offense. is I don't horrible. Know if that, I don't know if this author is clever enough to no. put a, a twist like that in there. No. I don't think no, so he because wouldn't... he's trying to argue that everything that's happening is reasonable. And mm-hmm. that Brian mm-hmm. is someone to be pitied and cared for mm-hmm. yep. by means of uh, Greggy just going along with his <laughs> fetish, despite <laughs> Greg's own agency. Mm-hmm. 
I know. It's ridiculous. So It's like the highest form of manipulation and abuse. Oh, no, oh put on a show of hanging yourself for sure. It's um, fucking wild. Uh, well, it's so not done yet. Uh, oh, sorry God, for what fuck. I did, Greg. I'm not going to mention the diapers ever again, and I'm not going to because he just tousled his hair like a little boy because he's still doing it. Uh, I'm not going to mention the diapers ever again, and I'm not going to find. I'm going to find a psychologist to help me deal with my fetish. Then Greggy says, "No, you won't do that. I'm going to wear diapers every day and do whatever is necessary to make you happy. I don't want you to feel sad and desperate. I won't allow something like that to happen ever again." Greg, it's decided," said Brian. Uh, "Buy a whole package of diapers for me. Actually, later today, let's take me somewhere so I can buy a." whole set just for me i'm sorry i wasn't i wasn't even listening to you what <laughs> uh basically he said i right. should go get help uh yes. for my fetish and he goes not nope we're not fetish. doing not that for let's your go fetish. out and buy me yeah. no for no, your personality disorder <laughs> i know no he says like yes. no let's just go get me a giant thing of diapers instead so don't actually fix yourself yeah uh, uh a fetish that you have that is actually destroying you should never be treated. Yeah, Instead, that's I will just give you. That's codependency. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's so it's this not, is horrible. It's not the fetish that's destroying yeah. you. It's the control aspect within a relationship. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who has been in a situation or who might be in a situation who thinks that in a relationship, if I had just done this, then mm-hmm. they wouldn't have hurt themselves. Yeah. That is not correct, and that is not how a relationship works and you should seek help, that is a form of control and abuse. Oh, absolutely. I mean, as I read that, I was like, this is, he rolled the dice and he won. He got exactly what he wanted. Uh, Again, it's not like this really happened. It's just this author making up this entire scenario. But it does happen. My ex-husband threatened to kill himself a couple of times. If if you ever are with someone and they threaten to kill themselves, Mm -hmm. that is a sign. It it was a manipulation tactic. It's a manipulation tactic. Let me have whatever I want or else I'm going to hurt myself. Do you think people, this author is a big or a little? Because like this. this author wrote this scenario. So do you think the author is a little that wishes somebody would uh, manipulate him like this? Or do you think this author is a big that would love to I manipulate someone like that? I think this author thinks that's how relationships get done and might have experienced that. I know a lot of times in middle school I had people threaten to kill themselves for whatever reason being in a relationship. And that's something that might happen when you're younger and cannot physically conceptualize more than a couple of years down the line. Um, So teen suicide rates are high because Mm -hmm. teens don't have a fully functioning frontal lobe to realize that like Mm. when you're dead, you're dead, where a lot of adults do. So you'll, you'll see teens have the feelings of if I kill myself, it will prove to other people they did wrong, which is not how it works. Well, with all that information, they go to a special store out in the middle of nowhere to buy diapers for Greggy. Uh, it's a specialty store where everything is themed for the fetish. And the quote being, the employees were also part of the decoration, too. They were wearing onesies and diapers. I noticed, thanks to the silhouette, uh, that those were making. So the writing there is weird. Uh, the crinkling sound was also perceivable as they walked and tended to the other customers. Uh, the weird store employees act like it's a magic show. Uh, they said, like, what kind of diapers do you want? And then Greggy goes, I don't know, just something average. And then the guy, apparently in the story, holds out his arms and goes, we have everything here. <laughs> so walk them through all these different prints that you can get on diapers and all sorts. It was just horrible. Uh, they get back to Brian's place and instantly uh, he hands Greg a diaper and says that from now on, he will always wear one in the house. So he got exactly what he wanted from his show of suicide. Uh, even says it looks so beautiful on you. You look so little wearing it. Chapter four, uh, spends a week walking around in a diaper. 
he started to actually like it. Brian says that one morning he's going to tell Greg a story for bedtime, and that begins the bedtime stories at 10. He goes, I have friends I want to play video games with, because it's all about the PS4, even in the books. Says, I got friends I want to play video games with. He goes, you will not talk to your friends anymore. You go to bed at 10 o'clock now from now on. So there's the control aspect, which is pretty freaking cool. Uh, he starts reading weird stories, um, and so then that's kind of like the next thing. Chapter 5, Greg wakes up one morning to find that he's pissed himself in his diaper. And that's a theme for the rest of the story. He is regressing more and more just from simply wearing a diaper. I Jackie, also, I would argue you know psychological about human abuse. Bodies. No, I would say abuse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you. Yeah. There have been. I was going to say the comfort PTSD. of a diaper. Does that bring you back psychologically to your childhood, where you just start shitting yourself in the middle of the night? I don't. Diapers think aren't I would. comfortable. No. No, I wouldn't think so. They're not so. breathable. Um, <laughs> you sweat like crazy in those little yeah, things. especially if they're crinkling. You know, it's plastic. So a trauma response is to regress back to the yeah. age where you experience a similar trauma. Uh, hence why, like, uh, like some people, when they're under stress, will throw a tantrum, which probably means during that time period, they, they had a traumatic experience around the age of three or four that was very similar to this. Uh, I would argue that the entire fetish is built upon trauma. Yeah. But with the PTSD... It could also be that your body is shutting down when you go to sleep at night and therefore you don't wake yourself to go to the bathroom because your body is just like, so exhausted. you need this energy. Sure. Oh, that would make sense. Okay. I, I don't know if the author chapter. has, unless the author experienced this himself, I don't well, know if the author is really thinking this far ahead. No, it might be one of his darker fantasies. Darker fantasies. Just it, like a, a fantasy of like these these things magically make you into a giant baby physically. That or it, it sounds like he's trying to make it sound like it's okay because he's starting to like it or he's starting to get used to it. So that makes it like it's Stockholm okay. Syndrome. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's acceptable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, is all Stockholm Syndrome. Um, yeah. Well, moving on. Uh, he makes dinner for Greg and asks him how he likes being a, a, a like a little. Uh, Greg asks uh, Brian if he likes being a big and he says, of course I am. I feel like this is what I was born, to, uh, born for and that you are the son I never had. I blushed. We had a deep and powerful connection, but I never really considered that he thought of me as his son. The realization of him saying that Listen. hit me in a way that made me think about so many things. Most of them good, though. Most of Most them of good. Most of them. Yeah, I know. And also, I don't think the author is planning this out as a deep psychological expose and what this kind of lifestyle is like. I think this is just a person that really wants to live this way, no, but which this, makes it all more disturbing. This sounds like a, maybe a little bit of writing from experience, would, which would explain uh, the regression of mental capacity sounding within the writing. I don't want to theorize what happened to this, but this sounds, at least from what you're describing, a lot more vivid than the rest of the stories. Yeah, this yeah. one is highly disturbing. Like, I had a tough time sleeping. Like, I just wasn't comfortable in general after reading this story. Well, I'm going to keep plowing through this. Uh, mm -hmm. Brian reads him another bedtime story, wakes up, and he's pissed himself again. Uh, he didn't tell Brian about it the first or second time, but now he's telling him about it. Uh, he's trying to say the word incontinence, and he keeps saying incontinence because he's embarrassed about saying it. And then Brian corrects him as if you're teaching a kid how to say a big word. So that was fucking disturbing to read. Uh, then Brian explains that it's normal for people to start peeing themselves when they wear diapers again. And Greg asks if he's stuck wearing diapers forever. Brian says you can retrain yourself out of it if you need to because he's got to go back to college at some point after the summer's over. I know everyone's like getting really down. Uh, ben looks really unhappy. Yeah, right I don't. Now. I don't like this. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the one that had to fucking read it. You gonna, I'm going to read another one. That's when you give us an <laughs> SOS, Glenn. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's boy. when you say I, I don't like this for this and this reason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd all just be like, tough through it. Come on, what are you a little little? 
Come on, get no, out there and do no. it. <laughs> Brian That's king-shaming the, the way we story. would not do. When we call you a piss baby, it's because we love you. <laughs> yeah, it's changed everything. Jackie and I have a joke where it's like, you little jerk, I'm going to get you. And I'm like, you got to chase me. Well, now those jokes aren't funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, the piss baby thing started because you tried to make a joke about, like, jizzing in your pants and I just turned around <laughs> on you and said you pissed in your pants and I we actually didn't start that I said you pissed in your pants and I told Justin my fiance and he went yeah Ben's a little or not Ben oh my god sorry Glenn's a little <laughs> piss baby I know and I love that later it became a joke which I thought was funny and then I think it was Justin that's like you gotta stop calling him a piss baby that might make him feel bad I'm like no don't stop I think it's hilarious well now I feel gross and I never want to hear yeah. it again. Okay, we'll just go back to calling ourselves fuckboys. Fuckboys? Yeah, there we go. All right, I'm plowing through this. Brian reads him into the bedtime story, and Greg says he doesn't want to pee again because he can't sleep. So Brian's like, why can't you sleep, buddy? He's like, I don't want to pee again. And he goes, don't worry, it's okay. You want me to read another story? And he goes, no. And then Brian says, as you wish, my prince. So then Greg worries about wearing diapers in college. Quote being, but even though uh, I was having that incontinence problem again, I didn't think about giving up on role-playing for Brian. That would be the worst decision of my life, and his attempted suicide is still fresh in my mind despite the oh. weeks that have passed oh. since then. I know, Brian, Ben's upset. The next morning, he says, in quotes, uh, when I put my hand inside my diaper uh, because I had to and I was not thinking straight, I found out what happened. It was shit. There was feces in my diaper and they were mine, and I had it, I had shat during my sleep, and it's on his hand. All right, so the last chapter before the epilogue, chapter six. Uh, I said a hilarious start to the chapter, which is kind of refreshing for me after plowing through all this horrible, emotionally destroying stuff. He says, the birds were chirping outside while I messaged one of my friends on the phone. Uh, we were talking about college, the professors, and some other students, which we didn't like. It was crazy how much we had in common. I was also so invested on the screen and his keyboard that I almost dropped my phone when I noticed that Brian was sitting beside me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is disturbing. though. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, that professor really sucks. And I don't like Stevens. I don't like Stevens' hoodies. He's always wearing hoodies with the color I don't like. Then also he's like, I don't like his hoodies either. Ha! And you <laughs> Uh, Brian wants to change his diapers in the morning. That's a new thing he's asking for. Just won't stop needling and asking for more. Greg doesn't want to, but uh, he doesn't want Brian to kill himself, so he keeps thinking about uh, just getting to college, and after he finishes his last year of college, he's just going to move away and never come back because so he just wants to get away from all this. Also very... This is this is another part, just you know, cutting in because I feel the need to, as someone mm-hmm. who is trained as a sexual assault advocate in college, pushing boundaries is another form of abuse. If you have a partner that you've asked to stop doing something countless times and they keep just doing just a little bit until they finally get to that thing you said no, that is pushing a boundary. Mm-hmm. And that is abuse. Oh, I know people that have experienced that. I know this one woman who was married to a guy that cheated on her and he came back 10 years later and just kept hounding her and hounding her and like texting and phone calls and then she'd block it and then he'd just get a new number and just kept going until he wore her down and got back with her again. Then she found out he was still cheating on her, even though he got back with her again. It's just a thing horrible people do where they push yes. boundaries and, and oh, just and hammer Oh, and if it happens during sex, it's not consensual. That's not consensual. No. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well... Uh, no, totally fine. Uh, if you got input on this horrible story, uh, feel free to explode at the end. 
Uh, so Greg doesn't want to get changed in the morning, but he doesn't want Brian to kill himself, uh, so he wants to move away after college. It's not having anything to do with this. Uh, Greg, uh, Brian has already given him a pacifier, so he says, I grab my passy, put it in my mouth, and try not to think about him seeing me naked tomorrow, which I said, oh, that's weirdly hilarious. Uh, also, I'm desensitized from everything I've read, so that's something that's hilarious to me. Brian uh, reads him another story. Greg says he wants Brian to change his diaper fast because he's embarrassed about being naked. Brian kisses his cheek and says not to worry. Um... Then uh, he reads some more bedtime stories. And be more worried. <laughs> no, be less exactly. curious, be more worried. Be way more worried. Oh, and another thing is every time he wakes up in the morning, they always describe how beautiful the morning is with birds tweeting and sunlight coming through the windows. I don't really know what that's about. I don't you think can't the be authors... abused if the weather's nice. <laughs> I guess so. That's it's like a beautiful rule. house. It's so great outside. I can't yeah. be getting unhappy. It might also be a fixation of calm. Yeah. Like right before oh, things happen. sure. Right. That's why I'm, I'm saying this sounds this a lot sounds more like, vivid than the other stories. It kind of sounds like he wrote this for therapy. Yeah. Sorry. I don't okay. Maybe. All right. So Greg wakes up and he's pissed and shit himself again. Brian comes in to change him and he's brought a new diaper, cream, and wipes. Don't make that face, Ben. Uh, the quote being, then I began what, to take what off. What face am I supposed to be? <laughs> a supportive face? Because I had a hard time sleeping last night with we these visual images. We all want you to images. stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he's got creams and wipes, the quote being, then I began to take off my diaper, and I did so as fast as possible, dirtying my hand with my own shit in the process, and then handed it to him. Brian took the diaper from my the hand. The shit or and the went, diaper? I, it's just all of it. He got the shit on his hand and handed the shitty diaper to him. Uh, Brian took the diaper from my hand and went to the front yard to throw it into the trash can, which you don't put your trash can in the front yard. That's not neighborly. When he came back, he had a huge smile on his face. I can't believe that I'm doing this, he told me before walking over to the bed. I could say the same, I said, after taking the passy out of my mouth, and I put it back in soon after. So that's all a quote. Uh, Brian decides that Greg needs a bath, so he takes a shower, and he reflects on the situation. And the quote being, Brian is changing my diaper. I was, I am 22 now, and he was treating me as if I was four years old. And it's all so crazy, so uncomfortable, and also so... Uh, dot, 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 so, dot, 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 so cute and adorable at the same time. How many couples out there did something that strengthened their relationship like we're doing? <laughs> Justin and no, I do horseback no, 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 riding no, no. sometimes. It's really nice. You could do that. Do you ever That's shit better. yourself while you're doing it? Maggie, when are children potty trains? Okay, so this was something that came up. Um, the child development in this story is god-awful. If your child is not potty trained by four years old, there's usually some other things that we look at, um, especially in the special education realm, because that seems to be a sensory issue. Um, most children around the age of, like, what is like, 16 to 22 months, I think? Don't quote me on that. Uh, start to feel uncomfortable when they have soiled themselves. And once they start to feel uncomfortable with that soiling is when you usually start to begin to potty train a child. Four years old is way too long. Uh, your children definitely need to be potty trained by the time they reach kindergarten, which is five years old here in the U.S. So we're talking about Brian fantasizing about a toddler. Yes. Or comparing himself to a toddler. Sure. Yeah. Well, okay, plowing through this. Next quote. Actually, he's such an understanding man, and it was something about uh, that 
was something that nobody else had for me. Not even my old man was like that. Our connection was growing stronger and stronger. The fact that I ended up letting him change my diaper was proof of that. Brian calls out to Greg to not put on a shirt when he's in the shower. He has a surprise for him. Greg lays down on the bed when he Wait, comes out of the shower. Why would he put on a shirt in the shower? Well, when he comes out of the shower. Oh, Maybe he wants him to wear a onesie the entire time. Get wet. Get, I want a wet onesie on you. I want oh, to see those nipples odd that, that you have to say, hey, when you're in the shower, make sure you don't put on a shirt. Oh, no, this is when he's getting out. Because he, okay. apparently he's going to come back after the shower and then get wiped down and creamed. Anyways, uh, Brian calls out to Greg not to put on a shirt. He gets surprised from Brian, uh, Brian. Greg lays down on the bed, and Brian starts wiping his butt, balls, and cock, saying that, he's, uh, that uh, Greg has always been lazy in the shower since childhood. Uh, and he misses spots, so that's disturbing as hell also, like with everything else in this story. The quote being, I remember times my old man caught some pieces of shit in my ass while changing my diaper back when I was three years old. I d- who remembers that? I didn't know that Brian knew such a thing about me, and I didn't know that he paid much attention to me. So Brian puts the cream on his privates and then gives him a onesie. Brian asks if he can change him again tomorrow, and Greg says yes. Quote being, Brian opened the door, and while I, he was in the doorway, he said, I'm so glad that you're with me. Me too, I told him before covering my body with a blanket and putting my passy back in my mouth. It was Saturday. I didn't really feel like doing much, so it's better to sleep some more. Uh, the pacifier thing's disturbing. Did the dad always exist? Because in the very beginning, the dad was not a factor in his life. He never had a dad. And that's why this Brian guy filled the slot for him. Now there's always been a dad wiping his ass saying, you don't get your shit in the shower. I mean, if we're, Epilogue. if we're talking about it like it's abuse, um, that reads as, this is why your yeah. dad left you. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a good point. I, well, about I that. never left you, and I cleaned the shit <laughs> off your balls. So our bond is growing. <laughs> the shit on your balls is why your dad left for that pack of cigarettes, and he's never coming back. Uh, epilogue Greg is going to leave for college Brian is standing by Greg's packed luggage By the front door Of his giant beautiful mansion Greg says he's not sure If the adult life Is for him anymore Uh, Quote being I could take care of you Bathe you And change your diapers Every day And I wouldn't mind it One bit Uh, Then Greg says, I don't want to leave, I said, finally admitting that after all this time, I wanted to be his little for the rest of my life. I looked up to to find his eyes, and he said, I'm happy that you made that choice. And with that, my life was set. I'm not going to finish my economics major, burp, and I'm not going to go back to college. I was going to live with him, be his little, and treasure every day, and he cared for me. I love Brian. So just like the other story about not finishing the military... This is a person that chooses to throw your life away in the care of another person who's going to die one day. What happens when you're 60 and you still want to be a little and no one wants to wipe you? That, that's the biggest problem with the story. I think out of this entire story, you're not investing in your future. Okay. I have discussion questions. Oh, God. I don't want to discuss this. I'm about so this to isn't really so a question. Cool. <laughs> uh, less of a question, more of me just shouting at you guys. It's not consent if you use suicide to get what you want from a child that you helped raise. Correct. Agree? Thanks. Agree. <laughs> Are we all taking a tally? Yes. I think we okay, already we went agree. over this. Yeah. Uh, I do have a question. Can a, fe- a fetish be considered so bad that you put yourself in the position of committing suicide if you can't get a child that you helped raise to play along with it? It's got nothing to should, do with the fetish. That's not that's it's a control not the fetish. You should just yeah. go get help. You should go to therapy. You should talk to a professional. It, if you're I don't even position. know if therapy could fix that kind of You have to actually admit that there's a problem. You have to first. recognize that you have a personality disorder. It, it yeah. has nothing to do with the fetish. Well, thank God he found Greggy. What sucked? 
This makes the fetish look like a dark, twisted world of mental manipulation and degradation. For example, letting a grown man who raised you change your diaper and clean your shit because you're too scared he'll kill himself if you don't let him. Uh, somehow being seen is adorable and also that you can be in love with that person. That sucked. That sucked. Uh, yeah. What's good? No. Uh, Nothing. The books that he no. that Brian read to Greggy every night... Um, you guys mentioned it in a couple of your stories. Uh, they're so vague and bizarre. One is a, about a spaceships and military science fiction. Uh, another one is a book about robots and the future, from the future, attacking the planet. Uh, another one's about a, a cute princess, a princess escaping bandits, which and then the quote being, which despite the simple outline was actually well paced and structured. <laughs> There's another story about dragons and knights, which one of you two had mentioned earlier. Uh, and so wait, wrote, that that uh, implies that the author does know the existence of pacing and <laughs> structure. <laughs> but just so the story about them. dragons and knights, the quote being, the characters were very cool and believing, uh, and I slept when he was describing a kiss moment. <laughs> Do you think, because these sounds like stories that Lee's have Glenn have read. Do you think he just played your podcast, Glenn? He might be. <laughs> also, he might have found my secret podcast, but the stuff that I write myself and read out loud myself, <laughs> which you'll never know about. Uh, what the hell? The author can't seem to remember <laughs> if Greg had a dad or the difference between a birthday or Christmas. Would I recommend it? Yes, I want everyone to read this. I want everyone in the world to read this. I want... Biden to read this. No, <laughs> I think we, the other three people on this podcast would not recommend. Do it. not no. recommend it, and I highly <laughs> recommend uh, trigger warning for anyone because I know I felt things during that. I feel so many things. Yeah, yeah, and as a person that doesn't have experience with these kind of things, um, I, I'm not kidding when I said I had a tough time sleeping. I just felt so disturbed and gross after reading it. So, sucks to be me. Well, it sucks to be all of us. Yeah, you're right the real now. victim I here, Glenn. Yeah. I, know. I hope you can get through this. Uh, just so I'm throwing this out here, uh, Nuzzle House and Ladies Fright Podcast will now be making a donation to Rain, yes. which helps sexual assault uh, victims and abuse victims for the title of this podcast and for the next one that comes out as I think well. we should put it in under Jerry Hastings' name. Yeah, we're going to And then we should take a screenshot of that and email him yeah. that he needs to clean up his fucking ass. Yeah, no, I'm not okay with this. I'm actually angry at this I'm point. I'm really yeah. not happy with well, this. Well, I thought mine was the most boring because you guys had like sex scenes and stuff, but I was like, well, mine's probably the most disturbing, but not as much hilarity as far as the weird jizzing everywhere thing goes all over the toilets. Yeah, no, no whimsical trips to Denny's in your house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why didn't I involve a trip to Denny's? My I went to the Pampers store with like these weird people walking around in diapers, like a carnival thing. I made it sound like a bustling store, and I can't imagine. Same. Wait, there was a store in mine as well. Was yours in a remote location? Because they said that you can't be in a big city because too many people would see you, so it's got to be in a remote location. But I'm thinking small towns around Minnesota, everyone's going to know about that yeah. store, and everyone's going to be watching that store. There's no uh, way you're anonymous in a remote location. Yeah, uh, the big city is because yeah. the anonymity. At one point, I know they were in New York City for the Toys R Us that they went to, which doesn't exist anymore in 2021 when this book was written and copyrighted. So I'm very <laughs> confused about that. Toys R Us went out of business, what, like six years ago? Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of a long time ago. At least around so, here, they, they all closed down. Um, do you guys have an FAO Schwartz out in New York still? Or that close too? I don't know. I can't imagine, though. We have, I'm always surprised when I see any kind of toy store. We have a Chevy's we found yesterday. Oh, we do still have a Chevy's. We do have a Chevy's. 
the hell is and a Fud Ruckers. It's a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, it's not a toy store. No. No. Oh, uh, you do have a Fud Ruckers that looked open. We drove past it one time. I think the Fud Ruckers is by you open? Yeah. But yeah. they're supposed to and the all be by me is open. Uh, the fun thing about New Jersey is New Jersey's restaurants don't die as quickly as the rest of the country's. Mm. Like, I grew up with a Sizzlers. Yeah, we had a Sizzlers up until like 10 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't remember a Sizzlers being around here forever. No, all of our Fuddruckers closed, Ben. There was one uh, in Edina that I was super excited to go to, and that thing closed a while ago. Oh, and all the other Fuddruckers in the tri state area is, are closed. But they got one. In New Jersey. Okay. Come to New Jersey with me, Ben. I'm the beautiful honeysuckle lands, the rolling green it's hills gorgeous. of New Jersey, where you can go to a Fuddruckers. I'm going to New York in February. Is there a Fuddruckers in like Midtown Manhattan by any chance? Absolutely not. Come visit us. I think We're they so do close. have an Olive Garden on Ooh. Broadway. Yeah. Are we planning also, a trip, Ben? Because I could certainly come meet you in, uh, meet in, you. in the, yeah, in the area. Could. I'm going there for work. Okay. So and that's the perfect time. You'll have time oh, afterwards. Broadway. I got tickets. <gasps> Where are you seeing? What are you seeing? Hades Town. <gasps> what are you seeing? Hades, Hades Town. Town. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, I hate you're, musicals. You're not. I can't stand that. musicals. I'm gonna show up. It's Broadway. <laughs> well, someone should read a segment. I'm not because mine was horrible. There's nothing fun to read out of what I, my thing was. I've got uh, one I was ready. wondering. Please, Ben. Uh-huh. If a guest wants to read one, does a guest have anything available? Well, or does Ben can read one, and then I'll find one. How's that sound? Sounds great. Ben's Corner! Ben! Huh? You're going to read something disturbing for our guests and me. Go on, go nuts. What's the segment? Uh, Set up the segment a little bit. I feel like I don't even want to set it up. I just want to dive into it. What are we walking into? Come on, give us a little backstory here. Well, I did. The Cody is a little. He likes to wear diapers. And Matthews is uh, his mister because he doesn't like the word daddy. Can we expect a Louis Anderson voice on this? What are you going to do? What are you bringing to the table this time? He took me to our bedroom and laid me down on the bed. He then took my diaper off my skin sensing the cold that snuck from the outside into the house. It didn't matter how much he tried to make it perfect, the cold was always going to seep in. I was all exposed now, my pee-pee hard and pointing at him. His eyes regarded it with lust for some seconds before taking them off. From the top drawer of his dresser, he took what he was going to need to clean me up before putting on another diaper. A box of baby wipes in a body, a bottle full of baby talcum. <laughs> Look at you. You're <laughs> such a mess now, he said, taking one of the wipes and then sliding it down and up on my butt, and then up and down and left and right. <laughs> the smell of mint tickled my nose, making me giggle while I squirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Stay still, little one. I'm still not done. I'm still waiting for a voice to come out of this. So much shit on your balls. (laughs) His eyes looking fiercely at me. I stopped what I was doing, keeping my whole body frozen. He took another wipe and slid it all over my buttocks again, (laughs) making sure to get every last drop of my pee. My sensitive regions felt clean now. 
but there is still the matter of the diaper. Was it going to take him long to put it on me? <laughs> I sure as hell hope not, but as with all the other things in my life, I can't be sure of that until it happened. His hand grabbing the talcum bottle from before, mm. he told me there was still one more thing he needed to do. I couldn't help but sigh without taking off my passy. I thought that he was already going to put the diaper on me. <laughs> You're not doing it. Where's the voice? I'm waiting for the Louis Anderson. Waiting There's to no opportunity for it in so here. So you just gave this a very serious, like, very deep-voiced, sensual reading the entire time. Yeah. Ugh. I feel gross. Like <laughs> someone just poured milk all over me, and now it's drying <laughs> on my skin. Can we, can we talk about mint? I don't think mint would feel good. Oh, oh. Mint does feel good. During the coronavirus and the lockdown, when nobody had toilet paper, I had to order out for uh, little little wet wipes for your anus because there was just no toilet paper in the house. <laughs> and my kids and I needed toilet paper for the vaginas and for the butt cheeks. And so then just it was tissues mint. Tissues are like fucking toilet paper. Or, or, um, hmm. Tissues? No, the other ones for the kitchen. Paper, paper towels. Paper towels. Thank paper you. Towels. You can't flush paper towels, and then you're gonna have you shitty... can't flush wet wipes either. Did you flush your wet wipes? Of course. They said they are flushable, so but I flushed not. them. They're not. They never are. <laughs> they told me they could flush them, uh, and the man. <laughs> when I had like a hot, a hot burning wet one coming out of my butt cheeks, <laughs> oh my uh, watery, more watery than crest, <laughs> that it came out, and I just wiped it with my mint wipes, and I did feel clean. I felt great. Because you couldn't tell the difference between the burning of the mint and the burning of the shade. <laughs> oh, stop the burning. Now it's like a little ice cube on my anal lips. It was fantastic. <laughs> Why would I complain about that? I have a friend who puts aloe on her butt when she has a spicy poop. She'll take a little dab and just wait right on the butthole. <laughs> a little kiss. A, a little, little kiss. kiss of aloe on the lips. Is anyone else reading anything? Are we I done with am. that part? I yeah. Okay. We went over this. Jesus I, oh my Christ. God. Give her a chance. Don't, don't, don't. Ben, don't. Ben, don't. Ben. Ben. Knock, knock. Don't. Knock, God knock. Damn it. Who's there? <laughs> They're like, who's there? We want it. Give it to us. We want it so badly. Knock, knock. Who's there? Are you doing a knock, knock joke for real? I'm going to I'm gonna push you down. I'm going to push you down in the parking lot. Knock, don't knock. you say. You're doing who's this there? for real right now. Knock, You're knock. fucking doing this for the guest. Oh, my God. Knock. Knock. I want Ben to answer. I don't answer these questions from um, strangers. (laughs) (laughs) Ding dong. (laughs) Ben, answer. I'm trying to. Answer the door, Ben. Hello? Hi. I'm going to read now. (laughs) (laughs) Who's reading? It's me. (laughs) It says from the outside, and now I have Evan Hansen stuck in my head, so I'm trying to... (laughs) From the outside, it looked beautiful. On the inside, even more so. It was so busy with people going here and there, chattering, laughing, and smiling. Everyone looked so jubilant. I couldn't help but wish I put my passy in my mouth right there (laughs) in front of everyone. But then I thought that would be a little too weird for them. They would all go like, wait, what the fuck is that little guy doing with a passy in his mouth? Hold on, I'm sorry, interrupting. Did it actually say they're all going to go like, and then it's the quote of why that person put a passy in their mouth? Did it actually say they're going to go like? Because that's horrible writing. They would Please all verify. go like. 
Yeah. Oh my God. I, I had I had one of those in my story too. I never had that in mind. Mine yeah, was more disturbing. When they're describing Sergeant Axel, uh, <laughs> they said he had been in the military for like 20 years. <laughs> 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 Sorry, go ahead. And I wouldn't be able to blame them too much for their lack of knowledge and acceptance of people like me. Far too many people were pedos, and they gave us a bad reputation. But Mr. my story... <laughs> mister gave my hand a little tug. So what do you want to buy here? Oh, mister, so many toys. How about uh, all of them? All of them? I mean, I'm rich. But then I don't think you... <laughs> but then don't you think these people deserve being able to buy some too? I could, but I won't because I'm... I'm Leaving some it's, for the rest of the children. It's like the toilet thing. If somebody would have left toilet paper for me, I would be putting mint wipes on my anus. But this guy's <laughs> doing the same thing for toys. Right? You'd wish everyone would live by that life principle. I looked around and thought about saying to him, of course not. But then thought better about it. Mister had a point. I shouldn't get out of this toy store with so many toys. I wasn't that greedy. And I wouldn't be able to play with all of them anyway. What's more... The toys for girls weren't for me. <laughs> That's the problem with buying all of the toys. Is that you, you might get, get a girl, girl toy. Toys, exactly. What yeah. is this, a brush? Just throws <laughs> it in the garbage. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I shouldn't do that. I lamented, going with him to the back of the store. We avoided some people that judged us with their eyes just because we were gay and holding hands. Those people thought... We shouldn't be in their vicinity. Well, they had something pretty important to learn from this. More and more couples like us were going to show up in the world. This wasn't <laughs> just a fetish, but a way of life now. And soon I was going to be able to wear much more than a pull-up. I dreamed of wearing a normal diaper in public, showing all these people that I wasn't like them, but a little... We stopped in front of the section of huge action figures. One of them was from a favorite cartoon of mine, Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> the huge menacing dragon that back when I was just 10 dreamed of getting one day stood like a treat to the human society inside its box with the front made of transparent plastic. That was one sentence. <laughs> That was a mess of a sentence. Oh, it's like when I have to read stuff where there's no commas or periods and it goes on for a full paragraph. Mm. Then I go, ah, period. <laughs> oh, <laughs> go on to the next paragraph. <laughs> Agumon was his name, and looking at it, I was telling Mr. pretty much all he needed to know. He was going to have to buy it for me, or else I was going to throw a temper tantrum here. <laughs> oh, my Throwing God. temper tantrums was one of the things I was good at. Which the boners are just <laughs> popping all around as he does it. So many boners. <laughs> so many boners. That was fantastic. Well, is that it, Jackie? Do you got one? I don't want to read anything of mine. It was no. horrible. No, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> whopping dung. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my bow. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, with that, uh, we're done. We're gonna have a part two, which these two hate. 
because professionals do it all in one shot, but not us, because we've never had guests on before. Yeah. Well, I think we're, we're doing sloppy. It right. we're I, I don't think boys. we should assume that they know the right way to do things. Oh, I know, but we're just a couple of little boys. We need someone to take care of us. Stop it. Do this. Stop it right now. I will chase me in all your nice <laughs> shoes if you do not fucking stop. I'll stop if you can catch me. <laughs> no, I'm just going to vomit in your nice shoes. Did you not hear the threat? <laughs> Do you guys uh, want to mention any of your uh, your social medias or anything along those lines? Go on, promote yourself. Go on, do it. I'll put it in the show notes, but do it here on the air. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Soul. Harass Maggie with your... Uh, uh, See if you can convince me to be your sugar baby over at Soul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it hasn't worked yet, so... Email us at ladiesfright at gmail.com. Uh, watch us live stream on TikTok Wednesday nights from 7 to whenever we feel like it. And Twitch from 7 to 9 at twitch.tv slash ladiesfright. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on any major podcasting platforms. We have episodes come out every other Wednesday, except for Halloween season, where we have an episode coming out every day of the week leading up to October 31st. And you might hear some voices you're familiar with. Wink. Look at how you added that in. Ben. Please tell me you heard how they were tag teaming their social media thing and how professional they are. Did you hear that? She started out with one. She's fitting up. They even added in a little custom thing because they're on our show. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got? We got you when you're like drunk and slurring your words at the end. Uh, find us, uh, Those are my TikTok. favorite episodes, though. Yeah. <laughs> when you two are absolutely hammered. <laughs> People want. <laughs> are you going to, are you going to, you can't get this book on your favorite book. Site, no, but I, I realized that. Um, damn it! All right, go on. Well, Do when it. we were talking earlier about what the the devil's rock and roll song or whatever, <laughs> the what was it called? Uh oh, the teen book. I yeah. don't know. I moved the fuck on. Well, I have but no we idea forgot to uh, Mar- mention where you can buy that. Margo? It was a uh, your favorite Twins. books a million Walmart <laughs> <laughs> bookshop.org because they're on a fan- uh, mission to financially support independent booksellers. We all know that. You can find the Montauk Twins. Yeah, uh, the Devil's Music. Yeah, that's number two in the series. Yeah. Okay, fine. At bookshop.org, go right. to bookshop.org/slash/shop/slash/nuzzlehouse. And we get paid. No, we don't. We made we made like five bucks on there. From you. Yeah. Because you buy all your books through it. Because we're on the mission to, to do it, financially so support weird. independent booksellers. That's a mission I believe in. <laughs> and I'm willing to support it. And I like how you're trying to too. game the metrics. Where you're like, yeah, they're going to know that people are buying through us. And they're going to have to recognize us. Because it's just you buying all your books about littles and God knows what else on there. Yep. Man, you're a pervert. All right, well, thanks for uh, listening to the show, and thanks for Ladies Fright for being on the show and putting up with us and being all patient and stuff. Uh, unfortunately, they're going to have to do this one more time, yep. even though they can't stand it. Uh-huh. I mailed my uncle a fart last week. He liked it. You mailed him a fart? <laughs> that is, that's kind of funny. How did they check, though, that was a fart? They, un- they undo it? They that can't. ruins it. You let the fart out. <laughs> yeah. Now they have to go and catch the fart. <laughs> <laughs> or then they fart into the jar to replace it and mail it, and your uncle gets it, and he's like, this isn't Ben's. <laughs> it's too nutty. It's got too okay. much of an amber to it. <laughs> it's getting weird. Okay, I'll talk to you. Right. a house, so what, what a house. house. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God, we're done. We're done. Goodbye.
If you liked what you heard on this episode of The Book Boys, how about you check out the website? Go over to nuzzlehouse.com. There you can see all of the previous episodes of The Book Boys, as well as Glenn's other project, Leaves of Glenn. Also there, there's a link to our affiliate shop at bookshop.org. It's bookshop.org slash shop slash nuzzlehouse. Bookshop.org is on a mission to financially support independent booksellers. Also, find us and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Insta. Now, careful, this one's a little backwards. We're there at House Nuzzle, not Nuzzle House. That's House Nuzzle on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and slide into our DMs if you have any praise or suggestions or complaints. We'll take anything. Please just pay attention to us and interact with us. Thank you for listening.